What's up, everybody? I am Thomas Dopeziola. Welcome back to the Dope As Usual podcast. We are here to talk about life, accomplishments, drugs, problems, and everything in between. And I know I say that shit differently every fucking time. I'm sorry. So for everyone on the road, please be safe. Please, if you're on your, if this is Monday morning and you're listening, it's Monday. I know it's the shittiest day of the week. You got five more days, but you'll get it. Once you get over that Wednesday hump, Thursday ain't shit. And it used to be TGI Friday, but you know. Wait, do they still have TGF Friday, Mark? Hell no, they don't have it. They don't, huh? Okay, no. yeah, never mind. So, I'm sorry. We're starting that shit over, though, on Mondays. There we go. Monday is the podcast, so that's your new Friday. Even though it doesn't help the next two days, you got to go to work. So, for like I said, if you're in the car, thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us some of your day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to hype you up before you go into shitty work. I'm sorry. But um, if you're at home, chilling by yourself, or you just smoke a weed... Hey, what's up? Now you have someone to hang out with. If you're chilling to hang out with your homies, which we hear all the fucking time, hell yeah. I'm happy that you guys come here to watch me and Marty like like I used to watch The Simpsons, like waiting, just waiting. Oh, you know, it's it's fucking Monday. That's that's the shit I love, dude. I fucking love it. Thank you guys so much. That was the whole vibe we were trying to create yep. making the podcast. That was the like whole get people goal. hyped the fuck. Like, I got weed, I got something to drink, no one's home. Let's fucking chill. That's the vibe I want to give you guys. I want you guys to be excited. You're coming to hang out with your homie every Monday. That's exactly. pretty much what we're doing. Okay, guys, since we're there and we're doing it again, 10 minute nice guy clock. All right, we're here. <laughs> so let's uh, let's start talking a little bit, guys. Um, it's the end of May. All right, this is going to come out obviously next week, but it's the end of May. That means if you guys haven't been watching the news, I haven't been, but I just see these things on the internet. Apparently, I don't know if you saw it, Marty. June 1st, they're disclosing what they know about aliens, which sounds fucking stupid. That's mm-hmm. more like, I sell, this, I sell packs to this guy for $10,000, but he doesn't know I get them for $1,000. But, you know, June 1st, I'm going to let him know, you know, we get them for six. Like, they're not going to tell <laughs> us what they really get. It, like, it not, Could you imagine? It's not coming. It's what, they're going to let you go, hey, you dumb motherfuckers, this is what you're allowed to talk about. This is what you can hear now. Like, bullshit. I feel like they've diluted it so much now. It's like so normal to go on World Star. Government confirms new UFOs. Yeah, confirms you like Nobody, now you're talking about. You're it? almost like after the pandemic and everything. Like yeah. you really got to come. You got to come full blown Independence Day, Mars attacks for us to give a shit. But then again, but then again, I hope that doesn't come to that. Man. Of course, I don't want to be fist fighting no fucking aliens. They're uh-huh. going. What is this pain thing? Like, oh damn, I lost. <laughs> I already lost. We've seen it on Mars attacks. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. I'm the president. I'm dead. We've seen Independence Day. Uh-huh. I'm fucking Randy Quaid. Those are my favorite aliens. The Mars attacks aliens. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Yo, that's when I found out Tom Jones is not American. He had an English accent. I was a kid and go, the mm. guy that sings the crooner music is not a he has an accent. It blew my mind when I realized. Um, Christian Bale is not American and he's mm. over here taking Batman and Terminator like mm-hmm. yo you came and took that American fucking saga real but then again Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't American but you knew it yeah but you <laughs> knew it <laughs> he didn't <laughs> surprise <laughs> you with it exactly like when I was a kid and I when I heard that I watched my first Led Zeppelin interview I said they're English I was uh-huh. shocked and when I found out Pink Floyd was from England like mm-hmm. What? Yeah, it's, it's just worse with an actor though, because they trick they, you. They, they're good at it. Um, the dude from uh, Sons, Jax from Sons, Sons of Anarchy. The dude yeah, from Pacific I know. That, Rim. That fucking boggled my mind. Okay, you ready? Real quick story. 
I know somebody that knows him personally, right? And we're just sitting there smoking weed. And I look out the camera because there's cameras there because they're fucking drug dealers. Well, no, it was at a dispensary. They're legal drug dealers. Okay. So I look at the screen and go, is that, is that Jack's from Sons of Anarchy walking in? <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, my bro. And then he gets up and I go, really? That dude from Sons? And I was, I was, it was the last episode of Sons that came out weeks before. Like it just ended. I just stopped watching it. It was over. And then he walks in and I'm like, huh? So this is why I bring this up. He spoke and I went, oh, wait, the fuck did you just say? Did you just have an accent? I, I wasn't aware because he was in a undeclared that show in the 90s and he was the English kid. But I thought it was just, just acting. I had no idea the guy that's playing some fucking hard ass gangbanger from Lodi is from England or wherever he's from that they're so good at dumbing down their own accents to sound like me. Yeah. If you fool us, the thing that I always got upset, like these English dudes are just trying to sound stupid. They sound just like (laughs) me. Fuck. (laughs) All they do is make their elegance go away. Like, Oh, hello. Hello. Sup dude. It's like turning their, their English is like nice cursive and ours is kind of just like chicken scratch. Ours is tagging. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're over here with ink pens and shit with a feather. Um, anyway, he came in and I went, why the motherfucker was dressed like he i mean i've been to many prisons i've visited a lot of people he was dressed like someone that just got to prison mm-hmm. like before they get their shit and they're still in their their suit sweatsuits he had a gray sweater crew neck mm-hmm. with a white shirt underneath coming out a gray gray sweats and air force ones with a slick hair mm, i thought you were say crocs or some shit no this motherfucker was dressed like he was on the yard mm. anywhere in west hollywood <laughs> that's why i went Damn. is that Jax dressed like Jacks from jail. <laughs> Why did we talk about this? I don't know. Oh, uh, Independence right. Day. Aliens. Randy Quaid. Okay. Aliens. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I have no fucking idea why we went this direction. Independence All right. Day. All right. Randy Quaid. People fooling us with their goddamn accents. That's what it was mm-hmm. when I found out Tom Jones was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what tax, it was. Yeah. yeah. And then wasn't that Jim Brown, the big, the black uh-huh. dude? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> God, he's a badass. He was the shit back fucking in the fucking badass. Night. He was running people over in the NFL for 20 years mm-hmm. and then he became an actor. Mm-hmm. Like OJ. OJ was trying to take the Jim Brown route mm-hmm. and then he went, let me cut this bitch's head off. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. I was a kid when the OJ shit came out. All I remember is the juice. My grandma goes, the juice is in trouble. Like, yeah. who's that? Oh, about the guy the Buffalo from fucking Naked legend. Gun? Oh, he was from Buffalo. I mean, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> we had him and Rick James. <laughs> I forgot you played for Buffalo. <laughs> you guys got it the worst. Buffalo yeah. legend, murderer. Hey, all I know is I've seen the pictures when I was a kid. I'm pretty, pretty sure he did that. You can be a strong motherfucker to cut somebody up like that. You got to be. Yeah, I don't think we're athlete. breaking any news here. An athlete. Yeah. I know we're not breaking any news <laughs> at all, but that man's an athlete. Pretty sure he did that one. Unless he paid four dues to his do psychotic it. Twitter rants really let me know he's a fucking psycho after he got out. I don't follow. Oh yeah, you might want to tune into those. He's just uh I honestly I don't know what the fuck I'm speaking about, but I've seen some Twitter clips of hey Twitter world, and then he starts ranting about like uh you know, like how he put out that book, like if I would have killed her. He just he does he inappropriate. He put out a Yo, book I called, need, like, I If I Would Have Did It. I need, I need to start paying attention because I didn't yeah. know that was real. This sounds like a Family Guy episode, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it This does. does not sound real. Yeah. <laughs> he put out a book called <laughs> The Way I Would Have Did It, though. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, look it up, please. O.J. Simpson book. How to stiff arm. 
I did it. It's called I did it. If I did it, they what put that dip. if and they a- put it hella big in the middle. Yo, fuck it. You know what? He's getting his money back. All these book Listen, sales. I'm man. a fucking cover art designer, and I still don't see the if. I'd, all it I see is I did, I did it in big red ink here. So <laughs> where's yeah. the if? That's fucked up. They really try to sell. That's that's what you call clickbait, guys. Yeah, that's what you call clickbait. All right. Yeah, that's what you do when you're getting ready to go to jail for <laughs> fucking stealing your own shit back when you got. I it. was in college when that came out, mm-hmm. and OJ. If you guys didn't know, OJ Simpson went back to prison for stealing his own memorabilia from a guy that stole it, but he had him at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. So he did aggravated robbery. Yeah, that, that'll do it. <laughs> you know what's crazy is, uh, I might, uh, I would have done the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if mm-hmm. somebody owes me money, I'm like, I'm gonna go kick your fucking door in and take mm-hmm. something. Not to talk about certain things, but mm-hmm. what we just talked about the other day. Yeah. Like, do they not realize? <laughs> I know where you live, motherfucker. Uh-huh. We won't go. Oh, we're at ten minute nice guy clock. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're good. All now. right, so let's get into it. So here we go. <laughs> the other day, some shit happened. I'm like. I, it's my mother. That's, that's our money. Like, <laughs> I know where you live. That's all. We'll leave it there. Like, I told Marty, like, do they not understand? <laughs> I will show up at your door. With a letter asking. With a letter. With an invoice. Here, here's an invoice. <laughs> I'm not fighting you. Not stealing. Because that and pull some OJ shit and go back to, go back, uh, uh-huh. go to jail. See, what did we learn here? Folks? What did we learn? <laughs> do not be like the juice. All right. Don't steal your own stuff and your own rights to steal your own stuff. So we'll get past that. Let me light this motherfucking joint. Guys, we're just talking about a bunch of shit from like 1992. Sorry. As per usual. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, can you bring my, my motherfucking notes back up? So, guys, I have a, um, it's not a new segment, but I wrote this down today, right? This is called LA shit. I've seen a lot of wild things in Merced. LA's different. LA's like a, in video, you know, in video games where your level one crouch is square and X X crouch or X X square does a double jump. Duck that's down Merced. behind. Yeah, that's Merced. And you come to LA and it's like, uh-huh. fuck, a oh, crackhead. <laughs> oh shit, how do you dodge the crackheads? So LA's the expert level. So I want to tell you guys, I want to tell you guys something that happened the other day. And I just, I told Marty there earlier, it just shows how desensitized I am to this shit. Mm-hmm. How much I'm like, oh, crazy <laughs> i don't give a fuck what did you do so i was driving to get food the other day and i wasn't smoking a joint just like this all right <laughs> i wasn't and rosie and i are in the car she's on her phone i'm taking a right on hollywood boulevard as i take a right on hollywood boulevard i have to tell you this whole backstory ready white woman maybe no no white girl maybe 21 she's still a girl okay She's, she's young with a MCM bag, designer bag. You guys are the little MCM leather bags, but like the little ones, the small backpacks that girls wear. I noticed it right off the bat because I knew, I know the MCM bag. I see the bag and I go, oh, so this girl, the way she was standing caught my attention. Like she had her hands on her head. I go, what the fuck? I did not slow down. I didn't pull over. I didn't break my neck. I just looked and went. That's it, because I'm not trying to cause traffic like all you motherfuckers. It's a car accident. Keep driving. Stop causing traffic, all right? So I'm, as I'm coming up, I see the cop lights, and I go, oh, shit. What did this girl do? Because I can only see the girl, right? Because there's cars blocking when I take a right. This girl, this regular white girl, is wearing yoga pants. You can't have a gun in yoga pants without seeing it, correct? Yoga pants, like a workout shirt with like a cut off halfway, designer bag. Her hair in a bun, 
I remember, remember guys, this is what I'm, this is all I see. And I see her with her hands behind her head, like, put your fucking hands behind your head, like in cops. We're sure it wasn't a movie being filmed. There was no movies. Right. There was no cameras and one little Mexican guy with a rag. And I'm going to get into that. As I come around the corner, I see her. And as I get around the car, I see she has her hands up. But that's what caught my attention. Like I said, there are two cops, guns drawn, screaming at this girl. She has her hands above her head, on the back of her head, facing a dumpster with a bag on, leggings, yoga pants. Remember, it's not like she had a gun. And they're screaming at her to get on her knee, obviously, because I can hear screaming. And she's getting on one knee, getting on the other knee. And I'm like, Rosie, look, as I'm looking. And then right behind the cops, two steps behind the cops is this Mexican dude that looked like he just got done working like in a kitchen, like a white apron on. But he's got a rag in his hand and he's just doing this. Right behind the cops, like not with him. He was right behind him, like staring at the whole set. They didn't know he was there. They definitely did not know he was there. He was feet behind him. They have guns out. All right. Their guns are pointed at this girl five feet away. So what did I think? Damn, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> That's all not like, oh my God, that poor girl. Like, Damn, bitch, what the fuck did you do? They got both guns, yeah. two young cops, mm-hmm. guns out on this girl right in front of a restaurant. So you, you automatically go to, she must have had this coming. <laughs> she did something. something what did happened. you do? And not like, I know we should be like, no, help. Why? Why do you have your guns? First off, why do you got your guns out? Why do you got your guns out? I feel like there should be a step between the guns. I mean, oh, I understand there's like tasers and shit, but at her. it's so much to point a gun at somebody. It's a young girl. Yeah. And I know I'm like, I'm not being, I'm not, I guarantee she doesn't have an arrest record. <laughs> By the way, she looked like she shops at Target for wine. That kind of girl. You know what I'm saying? Like Pier 1 exports kind of girl. And she had, she had fucking two guns at her. And then I continued and went, damn, that was crazy. And they got my food and that was it. So completely desensitized. I didn't go, oh my God. I went, what the fuck did that bitch do? And I kept driving. That was LA shit today. Oh, yesterday. Not done. Some more LA shit. You ready, Marty? You're so desensitized. I came in the other day. I'm like, there was a dude standing on the median of the five, 12 lanes, six in either direction. You're like, yeah, he was fucking tweaking out. Yeah, he's fucking tweaking. <laughs> I'm like, how the f- how did he get there? And how is he going to get across the other side? There is he's no. He's going to walk all the way till like, nighttime. Yeah, you're like, he's going to close his eyes and walk across and be fine. Uh, he's going to be walk fun. across and the top of the car. Hit by a car. He's going to flip in the air and land like a cat and keep going. <laughs> For some reason, God likes a spare tweakers. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's been shot 40 times. It's fine. He's been stabbed twice today. He's good. I'm telling you, like voodoo dolls. I'm starting to learn this tweaker math on this shit. Yeah, I tweaker so. math. Put it this way: you know, in video games, you're like creating a character, charisma, ninety nine, uh-huh. strength, ninety nine. Tweakers have a fucking death wish, a hundred fifty, uh-huh. pain level one. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't knock a tweaker out. Mm-hmm. I almost had to fight a, a crackhead. Well, he's on meth. I almost had to find a meth head in Frisco when I was t- helping Rosie back, Rosie and her family back in the car up. And this, bro, I'm so cautious with everything, and this guy snuck up on me. And he had a face full of boils and his lips were all bloody. Like he had been picking his face and he had something in his hand. It looked like a little tiny like blade, but he came up to me. What's up, bitch? What's up? What's up? I'm like, get away from me. I yelled at him, get the fuck away from me. I didn't want to fight him. Of course not. No, I'm two feet from the car. The guy runs off the other way when I yell and Rosie gets out. What's up? Go, Are you fucking kidding me? That guy won't stab me right now. Go, what? 
back the fucking car up and I'll tell you. And I told him, like, you guys didn't see? That man was going to stab me right now. This is like three years ago. And I thought, oh, I really wish I was. I wish I had that pill from Chappelle show. Well, sorry about the AIDS. Here's the cure. Here's the antidote. Remember? Like, you got that herpes. When he gives it the triplets, you might want to take that. I wish I had that so I could punch this fucking tweaker in the face and not mm. worry about getting STDs mm-hmm. and shit. Crazy blood diseases. That's a real problem. Yeah, you can't fight a tweaker. Don't you said this was San Francisco? This is Frisco. They have the most, by far, the most aggressive homeless people of any place I've they're ever been. Wild. They're wild. They're not wild. only like here's, dominating here's okay. numbers. Frisco's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're like took over downtown. Last time I was there, it ruined the fucking trip, damn near. When'd you go? It was probably like four years ago. Still, pop- did you go by Mission Street? We were right downtown. I don't know where the fuck it's we were. Yeah, Crazy. we were walking around and they were just slamming on windows and breaking glass and fucking just, they were like extra. It was like just fucking extra. I didn't expect it for how expensive it is to get a goddamn room there for 800 a night or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, but- Dude. Fucking Frisco, man. Why do you guys do that to people? I got a hotel. It's like $200, and I was broke at the time. I'm like, oh, my God. And I went to park my car. $75 parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that devastated me. That took a while to get used to. It hurts, man. I, did, I went to San Diego, and they're like, oh, 50 bucks to park for the night. I'm like, fuck. We didn't work that in. <laughs> I know, right? It's like the resort fees in, in Vegas. I'm like, great, $70 a night? Wow. $200 resort fee. Like, fuck. <laughs> resort fee. I'm not going to the pool, bitch. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a discount if I don't touch the water? <laughs> Seriously. Or what's real fun is when they still do that shit, but it's COVID and like everything is still closed in the fucking hotel. And my apartment I live in now was my expensive because all the amenities. Mm-hmm. And I moved in March 14th. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year. I was so fucking. I haven't used the gym yet. It's mm-hmm. still closed. <sighs> fucking dicks. Anyway, on to the next thing. Real quick, guys. Desensitized to shit. I've seen a lot of crackheads, seen a lot of meth heads, seen a lot of full smoking drugs. This one made me happy. You ready? I was on 7th Street coming up to Hope Street. If you guys know where I'm at, I'm on 7th Street coming up to Hope, um, coming away from the East LA direction. Do you have a weed pipe? Goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) I would have rolled you joints. Man, shit, sometimes I like to switch it up. What was that noise? Oh, shit. Was it your computer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. Sorry, guys. Right, it's sorry. not your phone. It's I'm, not your phone. Oh, Marty's a technological person. <laughs> His phone's just going off. Here we go. Let's see here. Max doing its own fucking Let's thing. Let's see here. Um, ready, guys? This one made me happy. I'm on 7th Street, about to hit Hope, or Grand, and take a left to my friend's apartment. I am stopped at the stoplight. I see this crackhead. You know, for some reason, crackheads can do everything in the world but follow. Stop. Walk. Do not go yet on the street signs. They just walk across the street when it's when people are coming. Of course. When you, Once you hit the pookie, you no longer, you, you jaywalk. That's it. You just jaywalk in front of people the second you hit a pookie pipe. It's over. Anyway, this guy was a crackhead, so it wasn't a pookie pipe. He had a crack, he had a crack pipe. I could see it in his hand. He has a crack pipe. He's got a ladder. He's just fucking with it. Walking in front of traffic that is coming. So they have to stop, wait for him to do the slow zombie walk, right? He was a black dude. He was maybe like 27. Not old, but he was gone. Gone, gone. You know where the, the crackheads, where their pants are like shredded somehow on the back, like where they sit? They were like Blanca. 
when Blanca from fucking Street Fighter, his like pants were just like shredded, like a Hulk, a pirate or some shit. Yeah, he was all fucking shredded. He had a belt on still, and they were still falling. That kind of crackhead. So he was holding it, and he had a lighter and a crack pipe. So I hear the sirens go on, and there's an ambulance and a fire truck coming from behind us. So I'm already pulled over on the left, about to take it left. So I don't got to pull over. I'm, I'm right where I should be. This crackhead's almost across the street. As he sees the lights come on, this fool woke up. Woke up and like, fuck yeah. This man walked in front. Like He went back to the middle of the street. Walked to the middle of the street where the ambulance are trying to get through. Dead stopped. Started doing some like weird thriller shoulder shake and just started roasting his shit. Letting out clouds of crack smoke, dude. He started roasting it hard like that. And started like dancing. Like he was he was loving it. It's like the TV show that he was starring was that fire truck. And as that fire truck got closer, he started like getting in its way. Mm. So they couldn't pass. And as they did that, he just started doing that. Roasting it, Ro- and then I took a left. As I did that, and the thing is, guys, I didn't go. Oh my god, I went. Yeah, like get your good, good shit. That's the best day he had in a long time. Yeah, hell yeah. For some reason, like he was winning. The fire truck just made him light up, and I looked. I was like, Rosie, look, look. She's like, Danfels dancing. I go, oh crap, I because I said like, look, and he started roasting. It's all those it. lights. He thought he was gonna fucking. Yeah, he thought he was in a party or something. Yeah. Like, I've smoked crack only once. May I think maybe no once. I don't think the other shit was crack. I smoked crack one time for sure. It did not make me want to dance. It didn't make me like lights. I was just pissed at my Uncle John. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, was that crack, motherfucker? It's probably different when you go into it wanting to do it first. I guarantee you no crackhead wants to be like that. Yeah. Well, 90% don't. Man, I just watched the video of DMX talking about the first time he smoked crack. It was fucking heartbreaking. Oh, it was, it was on Talib Kweli's podcast. And he was talking about, he was like 14. And this like 30 year old dude yeah, that he team. like really looked up to that put him on to music basically. Like made him smoke crack or offered it? Uh hit it in a blunt and he hit it. Asshole. Yeah. And like Dick. it ruined his life from there. He started crying and shit. It was fucking horrible. That's to watch. fucking horrible. Yeah. That's not fair. You don't do that to people. And he was like, DMX, you could see, I mean, DMX was so raw, he starts crying. Like, why would you do that to a kid knowing what you're doing and shit? But I mean, I, I have no contact for that. I don't know if something that fair. powerful that takes Shit. When I talk about getting laced with that Chris, you know how many comments of fools telling their story about getting laced? I bet. That shit's trash. I got laced with fucking embalm. Well, Sherm. I got laced with that. I haven't talked about it in here yet. One of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life. I didn't know if I was dying. I thought maybe like my brain was shutting off. Because mm-hmm. I know people that have dosed people with acid and that's bullshit. Because how are you going to be just hanging out and then go, oh my God, I'm having a stroke. My whole mm-hmm. brain's misfiring. I'm seeing colors like that's scary as fuck. Yeah, no, you don't fuck with that. It's not fun. There's a big thing because do in comedy because Ari Shavir, uh, oh, Dose Burt or some shit. Funny, but don't do it when they have their kids there. Or when they have fucking like heart problems and shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that at all. What are you dosing with? Acid? MDMA or some shit or acid. Sick. I don't know. If it was MDMA. I know. I, I, I feel like that might be all right. But if it was acid, that's not fucking I mean, cool. I mean, no drug. You should never dose yeah. anybody. Yeah. Don't course. dose anybody. I mean, million subscriber. I dosed all my friends, but that was weed. Right. They signed up for this life. They signed up for this when they were like, yeah, I'll be your friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good. I'm going to get got. They're going to get me. I already fucking know it. But um, 
Yeah, I dosed my friends with a, put a couple ounces inside of this oil and then cooked a bunch of food. It's delicious. It it's was like good. catered buffet. It was bomb. But after they ate it, I'm like, by the way, that was all Medicaid. <laughs> I planned this for a while. It was fun. Anyway, um, no, I did not see the DMX thing. That's sad. Lazy Simple Crack is fucking horrible. I saw this video on Worldstar. I wanted to show you. It just reminded me of it because I'd never heard the word pookie out in nature pookie like meth pookie pipe. like the meth pipe and this this is a combination of both let's see if it plays through here it's the first time I'm trying to play a clip this dude is from soft white underbelly that you put me on to yeah. yeah trying to rob this girl you show robber wait she's robbing him no and she turns around and starts robbing him Come on, bro. Where your money at? Where your money at? Broke his fuck. You broke his fuck? That's why you what? My nigga, I was not trying to. Back up, nigga. Back up. Look, I was some sneaky shit. Back up. She had a gun right by her side. Yep. Yep. Put the bike down, too. Anyway. What's in here, nigga? She's about to, she's about to make him strip it that he. (gasps) Hold on, hold on. I won't ruin it. What's in your pocket? Yo, she is fucking robbing him and making him strip right there. Took a CD's too. Could you imagine Damn. going to rob somebody and then this happens and you're on World Star? Good. Fuck that dude. That's messed up. You're going to rob some girl. Where money at, nigga? <laughs> uh, somewhere in there. He said, no, nah, no, nah, it's just my pookie. No, you dropped my pookie. And is he that what he said? It. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. He was hitting meth like that? Yeah. Fuck. He was, man, shit. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, soft white underbelly. Yola put me onto that shit on YouTube. It is fucking it's disturbing. Ruthless. Brutal. You think you got a bad? That's just brutal, dude. A soft white underbelly. Shout out to that. Whoever's doing it, he actually just rode in on that yeah, train. That's, no, that's just a shout out from nature. This guy goes and pays uh, homeless people or, or drug addicts in LA and interviews them. He just sits on Skid Row, though, with uh, a tripod. And uh, kind of, yeah. Love it. Love that because you're getting the world of what these guys are doing. There's a couple people on there. I'm like, yo, how do we get a hold of these people to help this guy? Because mm-hmm. some of those guys are still there. It's not glamorous. It's bad. There's nothing glamorous about it's, these interviews. It's bad, dude. It's bad. Especially the, there's some people that are just addicted to random, the guy that's addicted to acid. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking God. His brain is fucking gone. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there. He's looped. He's looped. Imagine getting stuck in a bad trip. He's in it all the time. You could tell because he keeps telling the same story and loops mm-hmm. it like it never happened. Like 10 seconds Tom from, uh, 51st dates. Hi, I'm Tom. That's him. But every like four minutes, it was it was bad, dude. Mm-hmm. It made me feel horrible. It, it kind of like hurt my feelings. I know. I, I love and I've I love interviews and I love cinematography I the way they lot. do it. But it's too dark. It's the dude bad. that was like the dude's like my wife's got brain cancer and we're homeless out here and uh, all these gangbangers moved in and they started raping her and now she's pregnant by the gangbangers and they're basically like extorting me and like bro you're like fucking twenty five. What the fuck? Ugh. God. <laughs> Oh, it's so dark. I know this shit just goes on like, dude. Stop what it's different on the West Coast. Hard to watch, man. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's make something <laughs> more fun. Notes. You know, I was talking about a crackhead dancing and having fun, but uh-huh. soft white underbelly is way different. Yeah, shout yeah. out to them for putting in that work. Seriously, oh, when you, as a videographer, that is an unrewarding. Fuck. Oh man, you're Nothing putting your whole good. life on the line doing Nothing that. Nothing fun about doing that. 
at all. I, it's not even enjoyable the stories. They're all sad. Every fucking one of them. The hooker ones are fucking fantastic, dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that word often. They're great. Because some of them are like, no, I just make money like this. And they're completely competent and capable and do regular shit and have lives. It's like, wait, mm-hmm. you're not just going getting crackheads. You're getting yeah. hookers that are just addicted to drugs. Hookers that are just want to make money. Hookers that do crazy high-end escorts. Uh, mm-hmm. um, hookers that live in the homeless camps. Mm-hmm. The, it's The shit he's drawing out of these people is crazy, dude. Yeah. Or he gets Johns, dudes that goes and looks for hookers. Mm-hmm. He interviews them. Like it's to get in the mind of some of these people. I'm like, yeah. wait, are you stupid? And I think you're just. I think not just people IQs that have aspirations low. of. They're just active. He just, just pulled them off the street. Yeah, he just got them real quick. Like, <laughs> yo, you want me thirty bucks? Yeah, yeah. Let me interview you. you Let's talk about your childhood. Yep. Uh, it's the guy that got. You see the one the guy got shotgunned. Mm-hmm. Whole fucking head's gone, and yeah. he's just so happy about life still. Yeah. He wasn't doing nothing wrong. This is like. That's when it's like, Dan, do you just have a bad card? You just got a horrible hand in life. Who a shot in the fucking face, has no eyeball, his tongue's hanging out, mm-hmm. still talking about like positive things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that'll make you feel like a piece of shit. Oh my god. I was sitting at a bus stop. Somebody shot me in the fucking head. I'm like, damn, dude, that's so sad. Shit like that happens so much. Mm-hmm. Um on to something else, all right? <laughs> okay, fuck. Where are we at? What, what time are we at right now? <laughs> What's the time, Marty? We're at 31. 31. Cool. Let's get into this. Remember, guys, the, ep- uh, the segment, What's Good? This is our segment called What's Good? I'm just putting you guys on game of shit that I like. Marty likes cool deeds that people are doing. Depends on what uh, direction we're going that day. But I think there's times when you when you see an artist or I get in a lot of comments, what's your playlist? What's this? Uh, what would you listen to? Well, you need to make a playlist on Spotify and make it open to the public. Guys... I haven't seen you, you know, if you know if you follow me for a long time, I really, really love like gangbanging drug rap. I love it depending on who's saying it. Like one of my favorite rappers ever is the Jacka. If you don't know who the Jacka is from the Bay, he died he died a couple years ago. If you don't know who the Jacka is, look Jacka up. There's gangster rappers and there's gangbangers that rap. And then there's gangster rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like Rappers that just happen to be fucking gangbanging ass fools, poets that are active, and then there's gangsters that are like, "Yo, let's let's rap, make money." That's cool too. But when there's like fools that are just talented, and by the way, this is the element in the environment they grew up in. You guys know I'm. You guys know exactly what I'm saying. There's certain people that are just so fucking good with their words. Like Biggie Smalls was just a drug dealing motherfucker and just happened to start rapping young. Then look, he only put out what one album, two, still one of the best rappers of all time. There's people that make an impact that didn't have much time here. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy when you consider Tupac was like 24, Biggie's like 23, 25 young, years old. Young kids, crazy as shit. Kids, man, little kids, killing it, forever making an impact, forever of of life. They will, there will never not be a cult following for them, mm-hmm. forever, of all time. And mm-hmm. it's very odd to say that because. If we're all lucky enough to get like 80 something years here, right? So in 25, 30 years, this shit's going to be ancient music. Yeah, I mean, it already is. To, in a lot I know, of ways, but, but think about it now. When I was the 80s glam music just left when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And it was all, you know, mainstream rap shit that I was exposed to and, you know, that kind of stuff. But 20 years before that, it was all classic rock on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So what is it now? It's all rap. Where's a rock station? I haven't heard a rock station in so fucking long. 
Where's his biggest rock band now? Can you name a big uh, rock band? Listen, I'm not the one to ask. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm very fucking, fucking sorry. The last big rock band. System of a Down? Oh, no, was a rock band that was popular was like some Nickelback bullshit. Mm. Shit like that. You know, I'm like, I mean, no, 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 no hating on you guys. Well, I don't like your music, but other people do. They were huge. Like, what was yeah. the last huge rock band? I don't know. That didn't come out 10 years ago and still big. I'm talking about someone new. Like, where's the Red Hot Chili Peppers of 2020s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no bands. There's no, there's boy no bands. bands, girl bands, rock it's bands. Gone. It's all gone. Yeah. It's all gone. So I'm saying, um, I completely got off topic. Completely got off topic. You went into this topic. talking about your love for fucking gangbang. I know, and, and then I went the other way. Mm-hmm. Let's circle back. There's people that make a fucking impact. The second you hear them, you go, mm-hmm. ooh. Because I've told you how many rappers I've been like, I called it. Called it five years ago. I said it fucking five years ago. I heard this man, and I went, "Oh, oh, he's gonna be popping." I know you haven't heard him yet because you 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 you're like stuck in your five rappers you listen to. So remember when I tell you there's certain rappers yeah. that are new that are so mm-hmm. dumb tight that you you can't deny it. Mm-hmm. You might want to type this in. All right, Maxo Cream. I don't. I know. I know. The majority of you guys know exactly who this man is. What Mark, is it? Maxo M A X O Cream. I think cream with a K though, dude. Yeah, cream with a K. That man right there. I I'm calling it now. If he keeps putting out music, in by 2030 he'll be one of the dopest rappers alive. Right God now. damn, that is a long fucking projection. I know, but you got to remember, nobody thought Snoop Dogg would be here forever. He's fucking 30 years deep. Yeah, that's but that I mean, fucking 10, 12 yeah. year mark, he was like. That's Snoop. It's not Snoop Doggy Dog anymore. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Snoop. You're worldwide done. You're fucking solid. You're yeah. that guy. Watch. Okay. Shut Watch. Up. Bet. I bet. I fucking love this fool's music so damn much. It's it's so good, dude. Mm. You're going to really, it's going to resonate heavy. It's good. It's I really like how you do that. Good. I really appreciate that about you, how you like, yeah. you got an eye for like deep hip hop shit like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, of course, if you have 15 songs, two of them are mainstream and kind of like a little more like, mm-hmm. I guess you would say malleable to the, you know, for people to understand like the pop. Yeah, I guess that used to be radio based. That's what I'm saying. There's two radio hits per album, yeah. but like that's what all rappers have to do. Mm-hmm. Even Kendrick Lamar's whole shit's all poet and then poetry and then he's got that humble song. Even though it's badass yeah. and it's mm-hmm. steep, yeah. it's still catchy. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to ha- you have to be appealing to the masses, mass appeal mm-hmm. or it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. This man right here, just wait. On your way home, I'm gonna give you an mm-hmm. album to listen to. It's so fucking good. The I second I heard it, I went, oh, Okay, I was thirty seconds in and go. All right, this this guy's mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah. Um. So that's my suggestion for you and for everyone at home that likes rap that can't really go into this week on Spotify. I change it every five fucking seconds. I'm like, oh my god, it just sounds like auto. I've never done that. It's hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not a big fan of um easy rap, easy yeah. shit. Like Big Sean's cool. He's cool. But his raps are so easy and they're easy to sing along to and that's what's appealing. Yeah. But the shit that's easy to sing along to isn't always the best. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I found over the years that I'm looking for the same thing no matter who it is. It's 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 you really getting some authentic shit off your chest in combination with the, the, the collaboration with the producer. And it could be like my boy Lucas from Austin. I went down into Austin, walked into a bar, and he was playing. This kid's like 19. His, as soon as I heard him, I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting visuals of fucking music videos and shit. Like, his energy 
with the guitar, he looked like a young Hendrix. Like I'm like, the, I, you know, over when I was in Austin, those couple months, I fucking dropped every, all the knowledge I could on that kid just because his energy was that it doesn't matter if it's rap. It doesn't matter if it's rock. It doesn't matter if it's, yep. if somebody's tapping into that, it's all the same. I feel like. Yes, dude. And we talked about music on the last podcast and did you, do you go through all the comments? I mean, I don't know. Have I you go re- through a lot. I try to go through, read a lot. through a lot of them. Then yeah. you didn't see it then because there's a whole lot of people like, so what's Marty's music name? <laughs> Where can we hear anything Marty's ever done? What did Marty do in music? Like, you know how many people ask that? And I go, I'll ask him on the podcast because I can't, I don't, I don't know how to get a hold of it. You sent me a link like nine oh, yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we talked about it a little mm-hmm, bit, mm-hmm. but you did music. You, you had, you said you had your shit on the radio over yeah. there. You moved out here to do, you moved, you talked about it briefly, but you moved out here mm-hmm. because you're trying to get a Dr. Dre deal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're chilling with his son for how long? Months, hanging mm-hmm. out, being friends. You guys are doing your thing. You're still doing your music. And then you realize, oh, this podcast thing is way more direction of what I can do brand wise. Because I never made a dollar doing music. I had spent, yeah. it was all, like they say, all money in, no money yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I was just getting to the point that I needed a career. And I was just fucking sick of dealing with how music is. And I was just over it. And I was, just, I had opportunity with, with the, and I was given opportunity. That's what it was. Yeah. I knew how rare it was. So when I got it, even though it wasn't in what I wanted, I was ready for it and just jumped on it. And you didn't do the, the G unit thing. Why? Well, there was a lot of variables in that. It was, it was just some music industry shit, you know, basically. But you're sitting there. And but like it happened when I was meeting with them and when I went and met with him and all that shit, it was on his, it was, he had hit his point and was on the decline of G unit. Like there wasn't a G, I was in the Manhattan office. It wasn't there much longer after that. Oh, I get it. It like, wasn't like at the pinnacle of success. It was, it was after that, you know, like it Which was. Which isn't bad. No, it was but you want to be shortly there after that. Yeah. And I mean, everything that I, he did really beyond, like after that point that I met him, really wasn't nothing. I'm glad that he's, he's kind of fucking seems like a psycho. Even when I met him, he was kind of doing some psycho shit. But uh, I mean, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, it but was, again, it was not, cool though. There's regular psycho shit. And then the shit that's like, yeah, that fool's crazy as fuck, but you mm-hmm. got to know him. Yeah. You, you know, it, now that like I know that. now to me, it was psycho shit then, but it really wasn't. All yeah, it was yeah. So like I took a train down to, this is funny. I took a train down to, I don't think I ever told you this, down to Manhattan, the Greyhound. I was on this type of shit. I'd straight up eight mile shit. Take a train or Greyhound down to Manhattan. My manager at the time worked in the G unit office. I knew him through one of my boys from Lackawanna, just a random connection. Uh, my boy Mooney, his cousin was from Manhattan, you know, and, uh, he was their like receptionist. So I started building a relationship with him, started getting this kind of like deal with them, you know, and then I went down there for like a showcase. I was staying at my boy's cousin's family's house, which was crazy. Cause they were like Muslim and they let me come and stay at their house for the weekend. And they just showed me love, drove me all around New York city, all the shit. What so, do Muslim people not fuck with rap? Uh, in my experience, I, I listen, I, of course they don't fuck with rap, but they I have don't, no idea. they don't fuck with strangers. They don't fuck with white people. Like, like Oh, like, I, can't, I don't they, fucking they came know. And just welcomed These were in. complete strangers to me. It was just cool yeah, that they were, were super dedicated. If you're willing to go stay at some stranger's house to yeah. do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were sleeping on whatever you were fucking sleeping. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but okay. that night I went up and I, I sat in, like I went in, he was working. I like sat there. He, and I, you're saying he mean 50 cent. Well, 50 was in the office next to me. My boy Ace, who was my manager at the time was working. He was a G unit receptionist. Yeah. So like I came and sat down 
And I hear 50 talking and he was like my idol. He was all my boys idols at the time. He was the biggest out period. And especially in the type of music that we were doing. And he was just, it was funny because he actually talks like you hear him. Because he was like, yeah, man, tell that, yeah, man. All the, and I was like laughing. They had all the vitamin water and shit. It was like right <laughs> when that happened. And I'm just sitting there. I got my bags. I got pictures from this day. I got like Dickies, Do you have any Tim's. kind of headphones on? No, I didn't okay, have headphones. If you did, then they, yeah. you know what I imagined? Sorry, real quick. I don't want to, I have to. I imagine you looking like the two white dudes from Boondocks, the one that Charlie Murphy plays and Samuel Jackson plays, the fools that are fucking shooting everybody. If you guys watch Boondocks, I feel like Marty's those guys that were use uh, ex soldiers that are just oh yeah motherfucker. But you gotta imagine a white dude dressed like a G unit uh-huh. played by Charlie Murphy. Yeah, it's a hilarious. very that's crazy amazing. combination. Yeah, right? I gotta relook that up. Yeah, all right, sorry. Continue. You're there. You have the bags from that day. The picture. Mm-hmm. Boom, your boondocks go. Yeah. So I'm just sit, I'm sitting there in his chair. There's the wall to his office. And then Ace is like, uh, Curtis, you got a call. Like, and then he like came out of his office and took the phone and like had a call on the actual landline phone. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting like so, I'm looking at him now. So you're just sitting there waiting to hope to get an um, t- opportunity to yeah. talk. Later that night, I had a showcase in Manhattan that Ace was going to take me to, but I was hoping to just, showcase me. Showcase means you pay and you go and perform with five other acts in front of a panel of A&Rs and you may or may not get a deal. What? I used to do, I used to drive back to New York six, eight hours each way to do shit like that in the same day. Oh, wow. Just go down there with stacks of CDs and shit and do these little like showcases. So that's what, I had one of those that night. Gotcha. Uh, but I met him at the office and I was obviously hoping to meet 50. So you were just dedicated sitting there waiting to go, Hey, uh, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh, this is my most glorious story. I ate shit for a decade. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, he comes out with a phone landline. He's like, okay, yeah, no. Nah. Oh, 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 you didn't. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you got that done, but you didn't get this done. Oh, you got, oh, you got, and he starts fucking freaking out on the dude. And then literally He's like, all right. And he starts freaking out. He slams the phone down and he looks over at me like, who's this? Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> you got the worst of it. I'm just sitting there. I got my bags. I got my... T- you know. Who's this homeless kid? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm just sitting. I'm like 19. You know what I mean? So I like that's really just how it went. He looked right over at me right after he slammed the phone down. Who's this? Yeah. Hoping you say something stupid so you can kick your ass out. I was a little bitch because I should have been like, bitch, and just went in on him. Like, looking back in retrospect, that's, that's what I should have did. But it was more like, what's up, man? Just slapped him up and like, sat back down. <laughs> and then like, I didn't know it, but I was sitting next to Chris Lighty at the time, who was like the biggest manager in hip hop, period. Puffy's manager, 50's manager. He was like wheeling and dealing on the phone and shit. So then like a, a photographer popped out of somewhere and I got up, 50 ended up sitting where I sat and then like they did like a makeshift little photo shoot right where I was sitting, him and Chris Lighty. Oh who's shit. passed away since then. So then I took like, I had a little manila envelope with my fucking press kit and I went in and gave it to the president in a G unit and like walked around the office and then came back and sat back down and then we went and did the fucking uh, showcase. showcase. Yeah. But that was the, I mean, that was the only time I really met him. <laughs> oh, man. So the, in my retrospect, I should have been like, bitch. Yeah. Should have fucking shoved him, him in the chest shit. and started rapping. Yeah, yeah. 
uh-huh. she just swooped his chain off. And I'm like, you'll get this back when you can freestyle. I was that dude. Like, oh shit. Yeah, I had that was a moment that that was a really big life lesson for me because I realized like took advantage of what you had. If this ever happens again, you got to just fucking go in. So that they gave you your press thing and they went, okay, cool. You're another random fucking person trying to get uh-huh. into music. Yep. We don't want you here, basically. Yep. Uh-huh. Cool. Yep. All right. Totally but, fine. But that made enough noise. That The ripple effect of doing that made enough noise because this is like early MySpace days. So if you go and do some shit like that, th- this was when even just getting on a feature with somebody could make you a star. Yes. It was different. So there was a, there was a much bigger chasm to being like a famous act. It was like, there was only, there was gatekeepers to the shit. There was only a chosen few that made it. It wasn't like everybody's kind of famous, a gray area. It was, you were on or you fucking weren't. And when you weren't, you were a, you were planets away from where you were trying to be. Damn. Yeah, like so it, was, it wasn't like you had you on YouTube and you'd be like, boom, drop shit. And there was nothing. Phone. MySpace was gotcha. brand new. Gotcha. So I was mixtaping it. I would go get 5,000 mixtapes from the city in my Maz or my fucking escort station wagon and drive it back and and take all the cases and then take all the CDs and take all the inserts. Me and my boys would bag up 5,000 of them and then out of the trunk with it, basically. Damn. Yeah. Fuck, so do you ever put out full albums? Yeah, I got like probably five full-length CDs. Oh, shit, for yeah. real? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I just heard one song. Well, the one I sent you is called California Campaign. So I went by Stoic, S-T-O-I-C, Stoic. S-T-O-I-C, gotcha. Stoic, yeah. Like if you go to Buffalo, everybody calls me like Sto. Everybody calls me Sto. Oh, wow, yeah. completely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, I, I published some of the music under drastic graphics because I want to use it in some videos and shit. Might as well. Trying to get verified on Instagram and shit, bitch. Got fuck. all kinds of shit published out there. Yo, if, um, if there's anybody out there, like what the fuck, yo, how many articles, how many magazines, how many spots, how many fucking Super Bowl commercials do you got to do to get a fucking verification? <laughs> I mean, come on, what else do we got to fucking do? We're on Spotify, Apple, Google, everything. Now mm-hmm. that you're allowed to get a verification, yeah. they told us fuck off for our yeah. dope usual Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hold on, we never even applied for promotion. We never even applied to do stuff, and it just said yeah. at the top. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's because you're affiliated. With it me was now. literally like post. We posted the picture of Deanna, and then it was like. Yeah. By the way, you're not allowed to advertise. You just can't advertise. You're, you're disabled. Like, we never even asked, motherfucker. <laughs> but as soon as they saw my face, they went, oh, oh. What can we shut him off for before yeah, well, they Before start. they even ask. Before they even start getting a following. What What can we do? Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. Uh-huh. Ever since, it's something about me. Yeah. There's something about me that people don't like. Uh, it's whatever. It's all good. But but, yeah, like, but the CD you're talking about is California <laughs> Campaign. So that was the last CD I put out. And it was like when I knew I was going to move to California. So that was probably my favorite one. Nice. But if you were to go back and listen to like, I love it because it's a little timeline in my life. Yeah. Like my first CD I put out was called whatever it takes. And you go back there, it's some grimy shit. It's like, it's a completely different mind state. I like, like if my kids were to go back and listen to it, you can hear me grow from 18 to 25. Wow. Being completely fucking reckless to being completely focused. And then California campaign, I was on a fucking mission and then it happened. (sighs) I recorded half the CD in a closet in the east side of Buffalo. My boy T, literal gunshots coming through the mic from outside multiple times. And I recorded half the fucking album in the ski lodge in Hollywood. The DJ ski shit? The shit was happening as I was doing it. So I had to go to California. I did 10 days, like living my dream out here. Crazy ass story about how that all happened. 
But then I had to go back to Buffalo at a, a fucking collections job in, in winter. And like, oh, that was, that, that was it. Yeah. That's that, all you needed to see was like, by that next spring, it this was could over. be it. Yeah. I'm out, I'm I was ready here. to put my life on the line for yep. that shit. <laughs> yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Damn. So that answers your question, guys. For people that keep asking yeah. in the comments, there it is. S T O I C. California campaign. Damn. Yeah, that's a pretty cool. It's all original music, no mixtape shit. What do you mean mixtape? Like sampling? Like it's all like I go in with producers who play instruments and shit. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, like like if you look at Griselda, all the studios, like the Goo Doll Studio in Buffalo, I love seeing that shit. I love seeing those pictures out of GCR in Buffalo, out of the studios, because those used to. I love seeing that success come out of there now. It's fucking awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's why like, it's different for you. Yeah, it's completely different with all with the success coming out of Buffalo right now. It fucking just makes me happy every day. Good. Like yeah, I said, yeah. <laughs> what was he gonna say? God, dude, sorry. I just, <laughs> I just fucked my words up so bad. I can't even remember what I was gonna talk about right now. I just fucked my words up and forgot. Hey, man, that weed is strong. It's a true classic. From oh, okay. true OG. Oh uh-huh. my god, you got a fresh batch. Yes, fucking high. Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, podcast. Here we go. Snap back <laughs> in. I was, just, I was literally imagining snow. And you walking around with big ass sh- boots on. Uh-huh. That's how it's like Marty with a big coat, a sideways fucking fitted hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, you are the dudes from fucking Boondocks, man. I'm telling you, that's, that's what you are. <laughs> oh my God, all that was from that? Okay, Maxo Cream. Yeah, go check out uh-huh. Maxo Cream. Yeah. So, for some reason, guys, on the interview with the drug dealer episode, I I cut it out of the YouTube clip, all right? Wait, is it in the audio? Yeah. Oh. It's in the audio already. I never it's live. About that. Well, yeah, it is live. Uh, okay. So I'm going to take it out of the YouTube version, okay? Um, I met Geraldo Rivera, and I said Greg Geraldo, the comedian, and it makes no mistake. fucking sense <laughs> on why I mixed those names well, What do you mean? They me. both got Geraldo in there. I mean, it's pretty Greg close. Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera. I, I, oh, they're right there. Yeah, okay. It's the okay. same fucking name. Anyway, I fucked that up in the, in the dealer's audio and i realized like damn why are you hiding the weed marty he'll be all right you'll be all right he's trying to save the listeners here all this oh is that why gotcha all right marty's smoking out of a weed pipe over there here we go here we go guys uh on to my next what's good if you like rock music if you like alternative rock music i guess you would say check out the violent femmes my mom put me on to them when i was born i don't know i was trying to think of an age but let's just say my whole life like i told you a lot of my music comes from my mom uh growing up and anything after 14 i found 13 i found but go check them out guys um violent femmes they're just a great fucking band i know they're like from the 90s maybe the 80s this is not like maximum cream's new these guys are old as shit and they're fucking awesome so if you like any kind of rock music go listen it's bomb as fuck I find myself listening to it every week, no matter what, no matter what new station I'm in. I always just violent fans for a minute. I don't know what it is about speeding, smashing in the car and listening to this band is fucking awesome, dude. I know I probably shouldn't have said that, but fuck it. All right. So we got Marty's uh, rap, rap career story right here. Talked about Maxo cream, violent fans. That uh, is going to conclude what's good. That's our segment of what's good. And that is um, the longest rant. I ranted for so fucking long right now. Guys, I try. I try. Every time we start, let's just try to keep this hour and a half. It's not going to happen. What Uh are we at? I guarantee we're at like 51. What are we at? 55. Fuck. Okay, here we go. Sorry, guys. We're trying to keep them tighter. I'm out here rambling, but here we go. Marty, I have a question for you. 
Mm-hmm. Do all right. How about this? Remember, I said I'm gonna start doing this in under four minutes, four three to four minutes. Can you tell me the story of the first fight you were ever in? Oh, I like how you put the time bracket on. I'm it. gonna do it to myself too, because I'm gonna try to like <laughs> tighten them up. In under one clips on our clips channel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you generate a nice clip based around Thank this answer? You. Uh, oh, Jasper, uh, here. <laughs> First fight. First fight. First fight where you went and you got that adrenaline. Like, oh shit. Maybe you didn't punch somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. But that first fight, maybe it was a fucking tussle and shit. Like you guys are slamming each yeah. other. You know what I mean? Like that first, like the first the first fight I got into was me just getting punched in the fucking face when I was like eleven. That's fine. Yeah. Did you retaliate? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, that's not a fight. No, because the kid was like probably fifteen or sixteen. Damn. Yeah, it was. I didn't expect him to do it either. It was completely unexpected. What happened? And we were playing. We to. were playing football, and uh, he I, all our, he was like pushing or doing some extra shit to my one friend, and I just like I was not expecting him to fucking blast me in the face. But he just. I remember he like pushed him in the back or something extra, and I just went up to him like, "Stop fucking with my friend," basically, not thinking that we're all friends. And the kid just blasted me in the face. Just clean cross to the, I had glasses on too at the time. Cut my fucking eye, all that shit. So like, yeah, I got up and told him he was a piece of shit and fucking took my ball and went home. Oh, pissed. Yeah. Pissed. So. So what was the first fight? The first fight where somebody actually tried to swing at you too. That was probably like in high school. Probably more like wrestling though. Yeah. What was it? What was the story? I want... I, I remember I, I wrestled around pretty good with a kid on my basketball team one time. I don't remember what it was over, but like I remember there was like a little common waiting room and he was sitting in there and I went in there and just fucking dove on him all the fucking tables and chairs while fucking went everywhere and we wrestled around and shit. Um, probably, I mean, there was really just some little shit like that until I got a little bit older. Hey man, that's fine. When's yeah, the first yeah. fight, Marty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I would say like in high school, I got into a couple little things like that. Like I used to stick up for girls a lot too. Girls would wrap me up in their shit. Like if a dude oh, was fucking God. with them, there was a couple times. Did you at least get to bang those girls? I, I'm sure I did if I would really think about it. But the one I'm thinking about in particular, no. Okay. There was one girl who did it to me kind of twice. Yeah, it was like my time. girlfriend's friend. That's different. Yeah. You have to help. That's like your friend. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Where That's I got different. into an actual fight with the kid, one kid in school, like in school, like at the lockers type shit. Think about it. I also got kind of pushed into some fucking lockers and got into a little fucking fight at a different point in fucking high school. Now that I think about it. But there was also a situation with that same girl where I ended up fucking pulling a gun on one of these kids. No, oh, fuck. And that was, uh, you didn't shoot him. Fuck no. No. But you had to pull a gun out. I pulled a gun to scare him. Allegedly. To get him away. Yeah. Well, to let them know to stop fucking like they were oh, really seriously you, harassing this girl. I get it. I get it. No, I I thought you meant something else. <laughs> but I was a fucking retard about it, though. I really was. I was really naive and stupid for when I was about eighteen or nineteen, as far as shit like that goes. Just being real fucking stupid and naive. But I. But probably by the time I was like eighteen or nineteen, I feel like, and I was so deep into music, I had so many boys that were fucking. We, it wasn't like a gang, but you knew you were getting all of us for sure. Yeah, yeah. You guys were, that's how tagging crews start. Yeah. And then they turn into gangs. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got gotcha. That's how, that's how was, rap groups become fucking, go to prison as a gang, man. Because <laughs> they're just yeah. hanging out. And like, we're not a gang, but we all will shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> there was, 
there was a lot of that. There's a lot of situations, even up until recently, there's probably been like 15 instances where I really had to fucking press somebody to the point. But I'm not the type to even want to, I don't want to fucking fight anybody. I've known since I was young, I didn't want to fucking fight anybody. I don't like fighting. Because I don't want to get, I've seen people get stomped the fuck out. I've seen people yes. go to jail. Yes. I'm not, like, I'm on a mission. I'm not, you gotta, you gotta, you have to basically do something to like my wife or kids to make me snap into that. Yeah, I, I don't, my thing is, I don't like feeling like I'm mean to somebody. Like, when I got my first big fight when I was a kid, as I'm hitting him and he started crying, like I started feeling so bad, I stopped. Mm -hmm. Like even though that kid's a piece of fucking shit and I want to kill him, I'm not gonna. Mm -hmm. The second I feel like, oh, he wants me to stop, he's hurt. Mm -hmm. He's scared of me now. Mm -hmm. Like then you start feeling yeah, of evil. Like Yeah. But then you know you're going to jail too. That's the no, thing. No, I'm talking about as a kid, like that's when I knew I don't yeah, like yeah. fighting. Of course. I mean, who like, wants to fucking feel evil? Some kids want to want to. As I soon guess, as they see yeah. somebody crying, like yeah, fuck you, yeah, yeah, fuck the you. Scott Farkas's of the world. Yeah, right? the weird yeah, weirdo yeah. kid, but but not even weirdo kids. UFC fighters, like I want to mm -hmm. knock that motherfucker asleep, yeah. and I'm gonna start training. I'm gonna start training so I can yeah. kick you in the mouth. Mm -hmm. That's different. I don't like the. I don't like feeling like I'm the cause of someone being hella scared or. or yeah, or, of course. Like, that would make so, you a piece of shit. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's why I don't like fighting. Yeah. Because. And like I said, unless you do something crazy, I'm not going to. I first time I ever hit anybody in the face, I was 25. Mm -hmm. I think I talked. I don't even talk about this. Mm -hmm. I punched some guy in the head because I was always so, so scared. Like, oh, if I hit somebody and they die. That's the thing. Like when you walk around and you're bigger than 99% of yeah, people. I'm not even taller or nothing, but like. You come in contact with. strong. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to kill someone. Could you imagine going to prison or what'd you do? That's, I didn't mean to hit the guy. I didn't mean to hurt him. And now I'm in fucking prison with you. I, I, I loosely told you a story about one of these events when like probably a couple weeks ago where like somebody did do some shit to April and I really was on a mission to fucking kill this dude. Oh, you talking about the YouTube? Yeah. Thing? So yeah, like we won't talk about it. <laughs> We're talking about who he is, but I want to lead everybody on. He's a huge YouTuber. <laughs> Uh, I forget where I was even going with that, but there you was some. You told me times. the whole story. Yeah, I stalked this guy's house for maybe like, maybe like ten, eleven days. Like what? Yeah, I was like waiting on the ditch. Like I was ready to kill this. Man. It was horrible. That was I hate that. I went. That was a whole chapter in my life where I was plotting on this fucking fool. And then we ended up moving here. This fool's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was calling him from the ditch. Calling him from. <laughs> Why do you stalk some man so he can fucking stomp him to death? I felt like I had no choice. That was the point. Like I felt no, like no, when, no. He, you when just, he did, no, you were in the did, right. You're in the I right. was totally in the right. I'm like fuck. Let's leave it kind of vague though. I'm I'm on a mission. First of all, I'm on I'm I'm freakishly on a mission just in general done the with life. Thing. So for you to take me off my mission and now it's like I know I'm gonna go to fucking jail. Fuck. I got a fucking six month old, one year old, whatever yeah. time frame this was. Yeah. But I'll tell you, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the worst thing. It's like, man, I'm doing so good, and now I have to go to jail. Now I Fuck. have to divert my Fuck. fucking, all this. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a bummer, like, oh my God. It's like when girls know they're going to whoop a girl's ass, like, all right, hold yeah. on. Fuck. And she's taking her earrings off. Be careful of that girl. Yeah. That's the kind of level you're at. Like, it was even uh, worse because the dude went to jail. They're like the people, it was a known thing what the fuck happened. So it was like when he- uh, Everybody knows what he did. Ugh. Anyway, we'll stay off it so much. <laughs> I can see Marley. 
we'll, we'll keep it at that. We'll keep it at that. Yeah, but that sucks. You, that happens to dudes. I, I mean, especially when you that. have a, a wife or whatever, especially when you're young and you're in a shitty little town, you get put in these predicaments. You were so mad telling the story. You literally said, I vaguely told you. No, you told me in clear detail <laughs> what you did and the shit. I was in a ditch. You told me, man. Like, nah, God. that was that was scary. It was Halloween, too. We were like, bro. It was a mask <laughs> with a, a fake knife and a real one. <laughs> But it's like, how do you react? As a, nobody teaches you how to deal with that shit. That's why I always say, dude, I'm so happy I grew up a nice kid. Yeah. Because I would be a murdering motherfucker. All these guys that get caught in Merced. You know how many gang gang murders or Merced when I was growing up? And they always got caught. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, like, you got caught killing somebody on 6th, on 8th Street, on 9th Street. How did you get caught? No one had a ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no fucking cameras yeah, you in the be ghetto. Reckless back you gotta be reckless. Um, when I was like 22, my little brother, I have a, I have multiple brothers. My little brother, remember I told you my dad got married to a lady and she had a bunch of, she had three kids. So not the older one, the middle one is like well, I'm tight with. Like it's my, we grew up together more. Mm-hmm. Like it's my brother Martin. And I remember. It's crazy. Your brothers you've got the same fucking name. Oh yeah, I never think about. It. I used to say Martin, Martin, and uh, his his two friends. This is sad, bro. It's very sad. I remember when this was going on. I was thinking, damn, all these young kids are getting murked. So Merced, there was a weird time where like sixteen, maybe fifteen to twenty year olds were getting shot all the time. There was a one summer like a, a twelve kids got shot, like four parties got shot up. Mm-hmm. But this kid, uh, he was like. 20 and the other kid or no it was like 19 the other kids 16 they're brothers but somebody ran up on them right by the bread store in merced somebody ran up around their apartment knocked on the door their dad answered the fucking guy shot their dad in the chest and fucking the two brothers came out the full murked both of these brothers on the doorstep mm-hmm. dad lived mm-hmm. killed both of these boys and the mom runs out to find her whole family shot up on the porch mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck did you do? What could be worth all that? Like, Nobody caught. Mm-hmm. Because this fool came masked the fuck up, ran. He's only got caught on one camera, like by a jack-in-the-box, I think. Or by the DMV. Cam- they caught one camera of the guy. But he ran off into the ghetto like mm-hmm. you're supposed to. But so many people get caught. <laughs> this all came up. I'm so glad I'm nice. Because there's so many easy ways to kill motherfuckers in the ghetto. But now it's harder because of rings. People got camera phones. But I remember hearing one of my why? boys justify it like he, he was like thinking out loud to himself, like knocking a motherfucker off in the hood, like isn't the same as like a regular person. Is what oh, he was saying. That's fucking. That was bullshit. the gist of it. He literally they used just to say crazy shit like that. Like if I could, himself nothing. If I could take the life of a goldfish, I could take the life of a person. Damn. I remember, like it's all life. Oh. I was like, damn, that is a dark way of thinking about that's shit. Bad. I was just remembering though that. The dude, last solo episode I was telling you about that facilitated that whole situation, I I punched him clean in the face prior to that happening. <laughs> that was like an overt me at, like looking to punch somebody in the face. Oh, that's how we started with this. Get off this murder <laughs> shit. Back to the fight. Your first fight. Yeah. All right? Yeah. That was your first fight. You ready for my first fight? Uh, it's not as baller as yours. Your fucking string of punching people. Um, my first fight ever, guys. Uh, my mom moved with my dad to Clovis, which is Fresno, basically. Uh, it's an hour away from her set. So I am four. Beauty and the Beast had just came out. 
right? And Gaston, when you're a little boy, Gaston's rocked out. All the girls are on Gaston. He's eating 12 fucking dozen eggs. Full has trophies. Gaston's the man, right? So first time I watched, I'm like, oh, man, this guy's fucking tight. I didn't pick up on the dickhead, subtle alpha guy shit because I'm fucking four years old. I just thought like, yo, this guy's, fuck Bell. She don't like him. He's tight. So me and my friend, I, I'm in Clovis. I live, I live, you know, we have a house. My dad and my mom, my uncle Abel, we all, and my uncle Brian, my uncle Abel's husband. Well, not anymore. My uncle Abel's boyfriend at the time, my uncle Brian. And we lived in, they lived in a room. My mom and dad lived in a room and me and my sister Shereen lived in a room. And it was a fat house. It was a nice house in Clovis. Across the street was this Mexican kid. And I was friends with him. You know why? Because we were the same age and he was alive. I was alive. And that's how you become friends as kids. It doesn't fucking matter. That's how you become friends. So I saw him like, yo, best friends. High five. And we hung out. It was like weeks into me hanging out with this kid. We played dodgeball and like football. Just play video games on Sega, little kid shit in the 90s, right? So one day I brought up Beauty and the Beast because I remember we're sitting Indian style, we're watching it, and he goes, all my trophies, remember Gaston's like, look at these trophies, and he shows his trophies, and I remember my friend looks at me, oh, he's got trophies, I went, ah, and that was the first like bro moment I ever had with a kid. I went, no way, and then we looked at each other like, yeah, and then by the end, I'm like, oh, he's the bad guy, fuck this guy. Anyway, that's my friend, right? I, that's a whole backstory just to tell you the kind of relationship I had with this kid. It wasn't very strong. We were just, we were neighbors, all right? So one day we're over there. I'm outside of his house and his family's having a, like a party. So they, there's a bunch of uncles and aunts, you know, Mexican shit, right? We're all Mexican people. And um, he has cousins. I'm like four or five. May, no, maybe four. Nah, shit, maybe three. Maybe three or four, man. I'm a fucking child. I still had training wheels. So let's do that. Um, I walked, you know, I was so, it was so long ago. You can walk across the street and your parents don't have to walk you there and make sure you're okay. Because my mom didn't give a fuck. She opened the door and I was back when the sun was going down. That's pretty much how it worked. Right. Anyway, I'm with the kid. We're all playing like kicking a soccer ball around. My friend gets close to me. This is where the fight starts. Sorry for this whole backstory, Marty, but I had to do it. I'm enjoying this. (laughs) My friend looks at me. All right, he's got his cousins. One skinny, tall cousin, tall, but he's like seven or eight. So he's way fucking older than us, right? Way older than us. I'm not in school yet. That's how young I am. So whatever age you are before you're in preschool, that's how young I am. My friend leans into me. He's got one, two, like three cousins and my friend and just me. My sister's not there, nothing. I'm just with myself. And he leans into me and goes, hey, we're going to beat you up now. Marty. What kind of evil shit what kind is of that? evil shit, dude? I swear to God, there's something about me as a kid that people are attracted to beating, you know, like to being. It sounds mean to like me. it. Jesus people Christ. People were fucking ruthless to me. I don't understand. But your mom why. beating you up. You got your sister beating Everyone's you up. Everyone's fucking. At the basketball court and then beating you up. I got, the first time I ever got fully jumped, I was in second grade doing nothing. And shout out Ignacio and Brian and Brandon. They jumped me and I beat the shit out of two kids and mm. they both cried. And I remember thinking, what's wrong with you guys? You guys literally just started socking me up in the field. Second grade or maybe third, second or third grade. But mm. that shit is not normal. I don't know. They what the started jumping me, beat, just started socking me in my fucking ribs and shit. Mm-hmm. And I just grabbed them both and slammed them. I was a fucking fat kid. Well, I wasn't that fat, but I was still pretty mm-hmm. big. And uh, he cried. He landed on his shoulder. Anyway. Off topic. Sorry, guys. Damn, my brain. This weed's good. All right. So my friend leans in. I'm back in Clovis. He goes, we're going to beat you up now. 
damn dude my brain needs to stop that's some prisoner creepy oh, shit i went off topics so fucking bad right now that's all yes right. it was some prisoner creepy yeah. shit and i went what do you mean this is me this is me today i swear to god dude i've been this brain since i was since i can remember how to talk it's been the same log logic like why mm -hmm. for what well then you're wrong like since yeah. i was a kid like, yeah. no assess the situation and he goes and i go what do you mean he goes yeah, me and my cousins, we're going to beat you up now. And I saw he was serious. He was dead fucking serious. <laughs> okay, so my first fight, I was like three or four. <laughs> it reminds me of the kid from Butterfly Effect. Ew. Okay, I get that. Right there, right? But he was like, it's not like he was like, fuck you. He was like hyped. Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Like hyped that about makes it, it like, even creepier. Yeah. Good well, news. No, the, the, yes, like that. But the kids next door. I haven't even gotten to them. The kids next door, the white kids, mm -hmm. the, they were kind of like, everyone had grass with them. Like they had a dirt flan and they mm -hmm. were kind of like the broke kids. Mm -hmm. But we were all poor, but it was still a fat house to me, all right? Yeah. It was There's probably like a normal house, but yeah. to me it was fat. It wasn't an apartment. Mm -hmm. It was a big house. And um, anyway, I look at him and I go, well, why? And I was like, but for what? And he didn't say nothing. He just backed up. And then this tall ass cousin came close and I went, oh my fucking God, I've never gotten beat up by, my, by nobody but my sister. So I don't know what to do. I'm hella scared. My friend's looking straight at me, like smiling almost. And I'm looking at him like, you're my friend. What is happening? Because all I know is I've never seen fuck over movies. I've never seen horrible mm. friend movies yet. Yeah. There's no... Peyton Full, I have not seen. hasn't came out yet. All right. I haven't seen Cameron do that bullshit to Mackay Pfeiffer. I don't know wow. what's happening yet. I love that reference. You know Thank you saying? for that. Thank yeah. You. So I'm like, but, but why? And then I just fucking like almost started crying. And I got so mad. And I kicked my friend in the dick so violent. Mm. Hard. I pointed my toe Good. up. I remember his friends, his cousins coming. And I just went, Gah! and I kicked my friend right in front of me. He kicked him in the dick. I mean, I felt my toes stop. Oof. Like, I hit him fucking hard. I kicked him with everything I possibly had. Toes pointed up just where I knew, like, I know where your dick is. You're a kid like me. I'm going to kick you right there. Mm -hmm. And I hit him so... I probably really hurt him. But I hit him so hard, it hurt my feet. I hurt my toes really bad. He dropped to the ground without the... No yell. Just dropped. And as soon as he hit the ground, like... Like, you know, in Jurassic Park when pterodactyls come out... Ah! Yeah, yeah, like that kid scream that blood curdle uh -huh. shit on a delay. Yeah, yeah like on a <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But his cousins just went backed up immediately. I went like this and started running backwards. I had my hands up like uh, uh, like a crab. Uh -huh. I had my hands up like this. No, dude, I didn't know what you, to do. that's good form. Yeah, you I backed up. Shit going on, dude. I was scared. I was scared. I'm like, oh my god, they're they're gonna fuck me up now. But I just remember thinking, I'm gonna at least hit you once. I was just more hurt. That he like I'm like wait what why why I, yeah. I remember thinking but why like I didn't get it yeah no it's horrifying I backed up I checked both ways I knew it I'm like check both ways motherfucker this is the day you get hit by a car you're like trying to run away from this yeah, check that's how it happens yeah I went uh uh ran across the street I look and his cousins are all checking on him looking at me I run home and I'm screaming bawling crying. I run in the house. I tell my mom like scream. I was fucking screeching louder than he was because I was so mad. And I'm crying, and my mom, like, I can see it on her face, like, oh, my fucking God, what happened? Cause she's like, oh, you're, you're hurt. What happened? And I told her, like, I don't remember his name. I told her, 
what happened? He said, we're going to beat you up now. I remember I'm a kid. So and she's like trying to like, so he's going to, what? Like I'm crying incoherent. And she goes, so he said he's just going to beat you up? Like, yeah, and his cousins, and they were bigger. And then, so I kicked him. I had to. And then she's like, no, you're fine. You're, that's fine. You can hit him. Like, you're not in trouble. Because I, I, I thought I was in trouble. Yeah. And then fucking two minutes later, we get a fucking knock, a loud ass knock. A loud ass knock at the door, guys. And it's him and his mom. And his mom's a Mexican lady, but his mom doesn't understand by knocking on that door, you open yourself up to getting stomped out. Like you're un you're an unwilling participant. You don't know what's happening. Cause with my if you say the wrong thing to my mom, you opted in. You signed a contract, verbal contract to get your ass whooped because if my mom doesn't like what you have to say after what I just told her about your kid, the first thing I thought was, oh my God, my mom's gonna fuck you up. And I was fine with it. I was mad. The kid's like four feet behind her and he is bawling still and he's holding his like where his dick should be, I guess. Maybe I kicked that shit off, bro. I swear to God. Where his I dick hit was him I hit him so hard it hurt my foot, like I said. He's holding his dick. He's just like <laughs> he's trying to catch his breath still. This is all within like six minutes. Mm. Right? I kicked him, ran across the street, telling my mom. A couple minutes later, she not, we get a loud pounding. That's when I went, oh hell no. Oh shit. And then the lady's like has a tone, but she should have. All she knows is your son hit my kid so hard he's fucking throwing up and crying. What mm. the fuck? She has every right to be. But she starts looking at my mom and I'm looking right up. I remember I'm on the right side of my mom. I'm looking up at her like, oh no, don't hit her, don't hit her. Cause I know my mom. She's crazy. And this lady's nice. I go over there, I watch fucking Beauty and the Bees. We get juice and shit. She's a nice lady. She's a regular lady. So I don't want, but she was loud. She was very loud. And the kid's crying. And I remember looking at him like, oh, I'm going to fucking hit you again. Like, I'm, I was so fucking mad and just like pissed off looking at like, I just wanted to like go up to him like Joe Pesci shit. Like, oh, yeah, huh? go get your, who's funny now? Like, I just wanted to like to grab him by the back of his hair and just hold it. Like, I was pissed. And then she's like yelling at my mom, looking at me, telling him exactly what happened. And my mom is like taking it fine. She goes, are you done? Thomas, tell him what you told me. And I just started, I was crying. I'm like, him and his cousins. Oh, I said the whole fucking thing. And the second I went, they said they were going to beat me up. She like, <sighs> obviously they'd done this before. They had to have because the second we said, they said, mm -hmm. we're going to beat you up now. Like she went and looked at him. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Good shit. She believes us right off the bat. She's, I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She looked at me like, I'm sorry. All right, we're going to leave. And then she grabbed her kid by the back of the neck like like people, lions do cats. Mm -hmm. Like when they're babies. Or when cats, <laughs> lions do cats. <laughs> like lions with their cubs and uh -huh. shit. Like they grab them by their neck. But this one looked violent. She uh -huh. grabbed him by his neck and they just started walking off. My mom closed the door. And then she, my mom like, kneel down like some fucking John Elway shit. Like, this is what's going to happen, okay? You don't hang out with that kid anymore. I don't give a fuck if he wants to be nice to you. You don't hang out with him. Don't even look at him. Don't have him look at you. Don't talk to him. I don't care what you do. That's it. He never looked at me again. Mm -hmm. And I played with the kids right next door a lot, even though they were mean. But I didn't want to be fucking just by myself, I remember. You know what I'm saying? Because they're assholes. Yeah. And um, that kid never looked at me again. But I remember the first time I had that adrenaline of... <sighs> 
like it's all oh my god like you know that adrenaline up your spine yeah it's the first time i felt it well that it's even creepier when there nothing nothing happened and it's just the kids you're playing with i gotta just be honest man that's so much creepier there's only been like two times in my life where i got an altercation that there was per, like any kind of force back from me everything pe- I, I don't know what it is man people have just been fucking dicks my whole life and that's what made me start talking like an asshole because mm-hmm. everyone's always so fucking mean to me. Bro. Mm-hmm. Those kids next door, uh, quick, quick thing. They're the white kids next door. They were mean. And my sister was a dick. So she let them be mean to me. And the other kids next door would hang out. So there'd be like eight kids there and I'm the youngest. And they were all the older kid with the fucking like mullet looking shit was always fucking mean to me. He was always dirty. The white kid. And he did some cartoon shit one time. There was a like 20 foot tree and he put a fucking circle rope and put it over the tree. So if oh, I walked in, God, a trap. Me. Yes. But nice. I know cartoons. <laughs> I was ready for this shit. I was ready because when I went over there, everybody's like, hey, what's up, Tom? I'm like, oh, hell no. Hell no. You guys are in a U form. What's going on? Uh-huh. Like, come over here. Just put your foot in there. Go, for what? I was kind of like playing, like, bitch, I'm not going to uh-huh. get dragged. Step into in this the pile tree. of leaves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what? All right. And I got close to it just because I wanted to look up and see who was holding the rope. And it was the kid with the mullet. And then I went, you put my foot here. And I fucking pulled the rope and the kid fell off the tree. Mm. <laughs> he fell off the tree. and I, He didn't break anything. He fell off the tree and he did that <laughs> where kids start doing the uh, uh, breath shit. Mm-hmm. Um, him, his brother started punching me. And then that was it. I didn't go over there no more. Jesus Christ. But I got him. I, I made a boy fall at least 10 feet <laughs> onto his shoulder. Mm. It was good shit. Yo, what's up with these side topics today? I don't know. This, I, don't know. I mean, shit. I was over here talking shit about child abuse. The whole podcast is just side topics. I know. That's but, horrible. But, it keeps reminding me of that piece of shit kid and butterfly effect that killed fucking Rocket. You remember that? Yeah. It's like your your life was full of those piece of shit kids. Shit. There were some piece of shit kids, man. Yeah. I knew it a sucks. lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I think as soon as I was like old enough to pick somebody over my head, I was over. It was done. You know what I mean, people mm-hmm. still talk shit, but it didn't get to the point where like people were physically doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never had that. I never had people. You're fuck big, with me. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Even if you're not big, you're tall. Yeah. People see me and go, kind of small, huh? Go, I benched uh, double your body weight, so get uh-huh. the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I'm only like five nine, maybe on a good fucking day, dude. I'm five nine on a day I stretch. Mm. So like, <laughs> I am not my aunts, both my aunts, you guys, I got the fucking Danny DeVito jeans. Uh-huh. My grandma, Grace, is German and Portuguese. Why don't you guys break this down? Ready? German and Portuguese, born and raised in Acapulco. So she's Mexican. Everything about my grandma's Mexican. She doesn't speak German or Portuguese. She speaks Spanish mm. from Mexico. And She's a brown-haired lady, but she dyed her blonde her whole life. She's super light-skinned. She's like your color, probably very, very pale. Like Have we confirmed your grandmother's not wrapped up in any sort of like Nazi behavior? My grandma, no. Oh, about her parents and shit. I'm just saying there was a. I watched a whole documentary on Germans going to like Portugal, <laughs> or like Middle East, or not the Middle East, South America. All oh, her brothers got blue eyes. I'm not going to hold that yeah, against them. They're all them. about 6'4 and up. I'm not going to hold that against them either, all right? Listen, we're not going to start incriminating. <laughs> I'm just saying, I watched a documentary. <laughs> on right. Don't be saying shit about my physical features, Thomas. <laughs> I am not a Nazi. Oh, you motherfucker. I did not get where you were going with that until the end. 
No. All right. My, All right, my grandma's sorry. brothers are, are uh, trying to flex like, my history skills here. <laughs> my history skills. Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. I'm pretty sure they went to other places. <laughs> And then, the, and then the rap took over my school. And that was it. And yeah. then I just started rapping when I was doing tests. Um, no, all my grandma's brothers, the pictures of them, they're all 6'4 up. They got blue eyes. Now all of them are gray haired. But they're all like all the badges and they're Mexican army guys. Mm. It's pretty wild. Anyway, but my grandpa is a fucking Mexican Aztec from the jungle. My grandpa Greg is from mm. the fucking jungle, was born and raised in Leaves. Bro, I'm telling you. You got to clarify that. People think you're talking about like a neighborhood or some shit. My grandpa was born in the jungle. Not where training day took place. No, the jungle jungle where he used to kill snakes and make boots. That's that's what's how he made money. You can only kill a snake with a stick. And he told me what kind of stick. I was a kid when he he killed a stick, a snake in front of me at my grandma's house with a stick. And I went, are you fucking kidding? Did you really kill it with a stick? Because you have to smack their head, certain snakes. You have to just crush their heads. My grandpa's a ruthless motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, he told me how to clean and uh, dry tobacco, all that shit, because he used to take the tobacco plants, dry it, and sell cigarettes. He was on his own at four. We've talked about this with Josh Wolf, so he's a crazy motherfucker. Anyway, he's tiny as shit. My grandma's, all her genes are giants. Then on my, my mom's side, my grandma was Jewish, a uh, white lady. I think she's Polish and something, Polish, and I don't know, but they're all from, they're all from Massachusetts. My whole family's from over there, and they're all bawling hard as fuck. My, I have a whole side of family from Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah, my grandma Dolores, uh, her last name's Walden, because my grandpa. But before it was a Jewish last name. I don't know what the fuck it is. My great grandma, my grandma Dolores, her mom married a Catholic. They wrote her off. That's it. She married a Catholic, which my grandpa, my great grandpa dude, was a carny, a white dude. <laughs> He wore overalls a lot, and there's one picture of him I've seen with my grandpa Tom, the cool one, the Mexican guy, and he's got a pompadour. It's like 1960-something. He's got a pompadour. He's been my Uncle Mickey. They all have rifles. And my my great-grandpa has a big hat. He has a straw and, like, two teeth right here, and he's holding the straw with it. Nice. And he has no shoes on there by a river, and they're all Mm. hunting rabbits. Uh-huh. Like wow, that's where the fuck I came from. Holy shit, that is my great grandpa. My great grandpa was white dude, and my great grandma's a Jewish lady, and uh, she's from Massachusetts. I gotta, I gotta say Massachusetts, Cherry something, Cherry Hill, Cherry Wood, Cherry something. But they're all balling. Mm-hmm. They all have estates. Mm. So somewhere out there is my Jewish white counterpart, and I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy because yeah. I guarantee if I get that name and trace it back, some of you motherfuckers watching from Massachusetts probably fucking related to me by blood. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy as yeah. fuck because my other side of the family is Shane's, Marcia's, Ron's. Well, you said they William. were like country whites, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, they, my great grandpa was, but like uh, my other whole side of the family, I mean, I'm the dark guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the darkest one. I'm sorry, my sister, like we're the brown kids. But like my Mexican side of the family, like we're regular uh-huh. Yeah, it's just it was different. It was different growing up. Going to one grandma's house, crazy different. Other grandma's house, Uncle Jaime's and Abel's and fucking Santiago's and all them. <laughs> They're crazy. Yeah. They always just to fuck with me because I don't speak English. But it's also like, yo, teach me, asshole. Uh huh. Yeah. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, I don't know how we got off on that topic, but we're we're back here again on uh-huh. on a fucking rant. And um, yeah, that's the first fight. <laughs> We'll cut that back there. Uh-huh. We'll cut off a clip back there. But that was the first fight, okay? Um, I almost got into a fight with an old man about a year ago. 
he, this is funny. And it was in the height of my kickboxing classes. Shit. So I was doing like kickboxing every day and I was in the shower and like, oh, we, uh, we had to park our truck in front of his house because like our, we were moving some shit out and like, we just parked on the street. That's all it was. We literally just parked on the street instead of our driveway. It's public parking. Yeah. And he came over and, and he pounded on our door and started freaking out on April, who was like seven months pregnant at the time that the garbage truck didn't take his garbage. Cause we were parked in front of his house and he started like fucking freaking out on her. And then he went back and he's like, probably like a, he's like a, definitely a foreign dude in some way but like i mean he lived there he was like an original owner so i'm up in the shower april comes and gets me out of the shower tells me what happened and i go i go across the street to this dude's house who just came and pressed a pregnant woman you know full yeah. full kickbox mode this dude hides behind his wife his wife comes to the door and i'm I'm furious, but even in the moment, knowing is when I see the wife answer the door, I start, I talk to her like a gentleman. Yeah. I'm like, man, I think your husband just came over and addressed my wife in like some kind of psychotic way or some shit. And I need to talk to your husband. The husband's sitting in the living room. Like he's sitting down in a chair at the table. I can see him like deep in the house and he's like scared to come to the door. This it's probably like a 60 year old man. So he's got his wife talking to me and his wife starts going like, he had a stroke. If you could just oh like, God. if you could, he says a lot of like crazy stuff. She's really embarrassed say, for him. She's already. like embarrassed for this oh. dude. Now you got a dude at your door. Uh, could you imagine being like some 60 year old dude? And then you, you're sitting there thinking now you got some dude half your age. Imagine that guy at 30 though terrorizing the fuck out of people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I know. But even, so what was funny, though, is that he was like, go back to where you come from. <laughs> so I'm, shit. I'm like, bitch, I was born here. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm American. And then I started lying. I'm like, we own all kinds of houses. You think oh, just because we rent dick? here, we are fucking white trash, bitch. We own five houses. You don't know shit. You're just talking shit. No, yeah, we didn't own anything. We still don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to shit on him. Yeah. Just trying to put him in his place. Yeah. Bitch, I'm half your age. We live on the same street. I live across the street from here, dig. Yeah. And uh, by the way, we're allowed to park on the street once in a while. And the garbage truck will always take the kids. Yeah. And, and what was funny is it was a fucking holiday. That's why. Yeah. Oh, did he apologize? Nope. Nope. So uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I ended it like, bitch, if you got a fucking problem, come talk to me. And I walked away. And then later that day, like my mom came over and then I helped her load up her truck and shit. And I saw him like bringing his fucking garbage cans in or whatever. And I walked up to him. I had never seen this dude like before or after. And he's like, I don't want any problems. I don't want any problems. And I was like, listen, I'm going to talk to him like a small boy. I want to shake your hand because of this misunderstanding we had and i just need you to understand it's not okay to do that i'm not gonna be mean mugging you every time i fucking walk out of the house now so we're on the same page I shook his hand and that was it he never came outside again <laughs> i mean shit i've never we never interacted again Ugh. yeah god i hate that's how most of my people. confrontations go if i if you do some shit to the point where i gotta come press you i'm gonna come full force fucking press you and just in life when that happens we end up the people person they're in the wrong if you get me to that point you're in the fucking wrong yeah i've never pre i've never gotten mad at somebody and i'm wrong yeah unless i didn't realize it yet and then i apologize mm -hmm. oh i've i've only been mad at somebody like that once and i fucking apologize the second i realized i was wrong because yeah you can't be wrong and walk That's why off it's fucked up that this happened to you because it's normally people that if you talk behind people's backs if you fuck people over on money these are people that get fucked up yes all the time 
You know, like the, that you'll randomly see getting just stomped out. Yes. But when you're not like that, that's why I feel like I don't, you know, like I don't. More good comes in bad. Yeah. So that's 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 one thing to think about. Some people have these instances every day. Yeah. Because they do bad shit. Yeah. So we just get it once in a while to go, hey, you're still you still good? You're still gonna be all right. All right, you're still nice. All right, mm-hmm. here's more good shit. Mm-hmm. You still get to work for yourself and do your thing. You know, yeah. Do that. Like so, I think that's what it is. It's testing mm-hmm. to make sure you're not gonna freak out and be ungrateful mm-hmm. for the good shit that comes. Because I, I get that. pissed. Yeah. All the time they go. You know what? I love that. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yesterday in traffic, I was in the worst traffic. Went. Getting mad is not going to help. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped. Yeah, really. I know. That's <laughs> like, so hard to do, though. I'll be all worked up for fucking weeks over some know, shit. It I makes know. no difference to anything. And me, too. <laughs> I've been, I'm trying my best to stop. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hyper focus on shit, too. Me too. That's the thing. Bad. I really, when something happens, no. as soon as it happens, I'm like, fuck. Now this is on my mind for the next. I'll stay there for two hours. Yeah. Right here. It's just way. there front and center. It's, it's like not a going fucking nowhere. thing in your way of watching yeah. TV. Uh-huh. Hey, man. We're good. No, after the, that chopper came down with our last episode and they didn't fucking bust in here, I think we're after good. After we're talking about some shit. Yeah, I know. Um, yo, let me get on to something. Let me get on to something real quick, guys. I have to tell you something. Some shit happened to me the other day that might have never happened before in my life, okay? I did a video. Oh, that's why I put this at the beginning to talk about it, and then I thought about the nice guy clock. So here we go. I did a video that's coming out. I'm not sure when it's coming out because you're going on vacation. So it might be coming out this week. It might be coming next week. I'm not sure. But I did a video. It's a freeze pipe, right? And I was showing you guys a new rig. And as I'm setting up, I'm looking at Charlie. And I'm like, Charlie, why don't I just like do a video about smoking all this hash? And we'll just make it like a weed challenge smoking video. And he goes, okay, what do you want to do? And I smoked two and a half grams of rosin, right? Rosin hash. But I smoked that shit in like 35, 40 minutes. Solid. Just powering through it. And I said, you know what? Let's do the last dab. And the last dab, I forgot. I was supposed to take some out. Because it was supposed to be a two gram challenge. So I ended up doing 2.4 ish, 2.5, like a dumbass. So my last dab, I said, you know, I'm gonna scoop the rest of this jar. So I did like a 1.3 ish dab, which is a fucking lot when it comes to like just dabbing, right? Like taking a one, taking big grab, gram dabs is, is hard. But you gotta remember, this is hash rosin. This shit was stupid expensive. It's so fucking strong. So anyway, I take this dab. I've done it many times. Video's over. 15 minutes later, this doesn't happen to me often. You guys ready? 15 minutes later, I just got the spins. Violent. I don't know what point you FaceTimed me, but you were fucking cross-eyed. Really? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, no. (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. It was at the point where I just couldn't think. It was after the game, now that I think about it. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, so this is what happened. I got the spin so hard, I went to my bathroom and put my face against the cold, and I just sat there and was just doing this, spitting in the toilet, just blah, waiting for the throw up, like blah, blah, because I didn't eat, because I don't like to eat before I shoot dad videos, I mean weed videos, because I don't want to feel all <sighs> tired and bloated, like I'm, you know what I mean, I don't want to feel like that while I'm trying to talk on camera and be like, do shit, but I didn't realize it was going to turn into a challenge video, so I should have ate, right, because I'm t- dabbing two fucking and a half grams to eat something and I only brought one bottle of water and I forgot to get more because I thought it was going to be a regular video so I didn't plan well so I'm sitting here dehydrated didn't eat and then I went oh my god I got the spins I'm gonna go throw up no so I went to the bathroom didn't throw up dry heaved for 10 minutes oh god 
huh? Felt hella sick, dehydrated, and then when I walked, I got dizzy. And I still got the sinus infection. Oh, yeah, update. The headache's back for some stupid fucking reason. God damn it. And I'm going to a specialist next week because this is some bullshit. It's back. My headache hurts. My head hurts right fucking now. And I had the headache going on. I felt dizzy. I felt sick. I came out here, and there was nothing to drink at all. So I sat down and went, oh, my God, I'm sick. The big part about this is two hours from that time, I was going to my first Dodger game. And then this has been planned for over a month and a half. Going to my first Dodger game. And now I'm thinking, can I go? I Can I sit in a stadium like this? I don't want to sit in a stadium dry heaving. Thousands of people. Dude. Dope as you are. That's your prime demo, too. Downtown no, LA. No lie. I took all my logos off my face because I don't want nobody to talk to me. Because I didn't want to be like, I met Thomas and he was kind of like, hey, what's up? Thanks, man. Yeah, all right, bye. Because I didn't want to just, hey, what's up? Uh-huh. Like, I felt spins. Like when you're going to throw up off drinking, I felt sick as fuck. And I realized it was like a tangy dab and that taste was in my mouth. And I don't like tangy tastes. So it's like grossing you out, puke? Because that's my it question. It was grossing me. It was, it was so high, so fast, because I roasted that dab so I can make sure to do it all. And when I inhaled... That shit fucked me up. That first cloud, like, left a film on my teeth and lips of hash. So awesome. It's not even bad. I just had nothing to take the taste away. Mm. I'd have food and I'd have water. I had nothing yeah, after yeah. a huge dab and not eating, and it was 4, 4, 4 30. Mm-hmm. And I had been up since 9 here at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See I where this it. is going? Yeah, I started yeah, filming yeah. at 11. Mm-hmm. So, like... It was five hours of me constantly doing shit, taking dams, doing this, up close, this, that. So I was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then, so this is what happens, guys. I call Rosie. I FaceTime Rosie. And the phone's just down. I'm just talking to her because I'm so fucked up. I can't look at the phone. And I tell her the situation because I can't drive my car. I could not drive from here to my house. I was that fucked up. I, I didn't want to get in my car. Part of me is envious. I haven't been this high in so fucking It long. was not fucking fun <laughs> at all. I wish I could take it back right then and there. Mm-hmm. I I was doing that. Have you God, puked please. from like, I puked like drunk style puking from weed? Like where it's just. I've only spinning. thrown up once. Mm-hmm. And that's because I was so dry mouth and I didn't have any water. While I was coughing, I went. The coughing will get you. That's what happened to me once. Yeah. So high off that, that was the closest. Mm. That was the worst experience I ever had off any kind of weed situation in my life besides the edibles that day where I was passing the fuck out on that <laughs> that day. So so here we go. I um, call Rosie and I tell her, I don't care what it is. Can you please order me food? Because I'm going to throw the fuck up. And she goes, okay, I ordered you food 35 minutes. Oh, no. 35 minutes like this? I tell Charlie because he has to go on a hike with his dad. I'm like, no, back up. Go, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Just go. He's like, are you sure? I'll wait here. Are you okay? I'm like, I'm good. Because he's sitting there like, are you all right? Mm. I thought I collapsed a lung. I tell you that. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I was so high, just hyperventilating in my head. And I couldn't breathe, right? Because the dab was so big. I'm like. <gasps> We're talking about one single dab? Well, I mean, I took four, two, okay. three point threes, which gotcha. are pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah. dabs. Uh-huh. And then I took like a 1.2, 1.3, like a glob. And I fucking At what point it. do you start wasting the dab? Or does it always just no matter? Like, it was a challenge video. If I yeah. wasted five dab grams, uh-huh. I, I waste five grams. It's, uh-huh. Did I get it done? Fuck yeah. That's all. They're like yeah, little yeah. trophy. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's all it's for. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I tell Rosie because OG and Mindy, OG and his wife are going to come to the game with us. Uh-huh. We, like that was the whole point. And they're meeting me at my house, and I tell them, "Yo, can you guys come to the warehouse? I'm throwing. I'm about to throw a fuck up. 
because we still have an hour supposed to pregame, get drunk, and Uber there. Oh God, we're supposed to, and I can't get in an Uber. She's like, "Won't well, just Uber and come home?" I'm like, Rosie, I'm gonna throw the fuck up in an Uber. But short of me sticking my head out the window, I'm throwing up. Uh-huh. I'm done. There's no way I couldn't even get up. This sounds horrible. To lock the door when Charlie left, I left it unlocked, just cracked. I'm like, oh, I can't even get up. I'm gonna puke on the way there. Like I was spinning. All you want to do is calm and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I put my elbow down on the couch. I try to sleep like this uh, hard as I could. I set my alarm for 10 minutes so I wouldn't miss them knocking on the door. And they fucking came. Uh, Rosie OG. And they're all fucking with me. OG's, mm-hmm. of course, OG's loving it. Yeah, I remember. I oh, saw, you can't leave little dabs. Oh, yeah. you little dabs. <laughs> oh, he's just recording me like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just doing this. He has a video of me. I didn't know he was recording because my eyes are closed. I have a Gatorade Rosie brought, a water bottle, and I'm just doing this. Uh, and uh, the fucking over here, and he's recording me zoomed in. I'm like, and I opened my eyes and saw like, fuck. I'm fucking throwing up, man. That's going to be what's on the screens at DTPG. You walk in there next time. <laughs> it's me dry heaving. So they're all pre-gaming, smoking. I didn't hit no weed, nothing. And I'm looking at Rosie like, I might not go. And I feel bad. So it turns out OG had a driver in his car, so there was no Uber. So I could at least get in the car and not throw up in an Uber if I threw up in an Uber. And I told him, if I throw up, I'll pay for your, your whole detail. But let's go. So we finally went, and I said, if I don't feel good by the time I get there, Uber, I mean, the driver you got is taking my place and I'm sleeping in the car because I can't do this. Mm. I can't do this. You're I'm a better gonna, man than me. I, don't. I can't. I can't. I'm like, all right, let me get in the car. I'm open the window. Let me try to get better by the time we get there. And I'm fucking spinning. And by the way, I have a black plastic bag from the fucking liquor store tied around my wrist right there in case I threw up. And I took mm. it all the way to Dodger Stadium. Okay. You're in, with it yeah, for I'm the, being all fucked up. I was so fucked up and violently like sad how fucked up I was. Damn. And I'm sitting there, Rosie, I'm, I'm apologizing to her like 40 times. Like, I'm so sorry. I Today was the film day. And <laughs> that was supposed to be done at three, but it took so long. And then ugh, I just felt bad. Like, I don't want to ruin the fucking night. So I'm sitting there and in the car, I went twice. I went, I put my face in the bag because I thought it was that was it. And it didn't happen. And then about four minutes before the stadium, I'm sitting there and it just went and all my sickness went away. Like somebody went, all right, he's lasted long enough and they just turned it off. And I went, what the fuck? I sat up and went, I feel okay. Uh And OG's like, he makes the weirdest references and he doesn't make like the reference where you know what he's talking about, but I get it because I know what movies he likes. He goes, all right, fucking Cameron. Do you get it? You should. Is that a Ferris Bueller? Wow, you got it. Good job. I went, oh, like Cameron, when he just snaps back into it, like he's fine. He goes, yeah, fool. I'm like, yo, you got to give me I a better. I wouldn't expect OG to. I respect that, though. He's all about that shit. When I, first time I ever met OG, I walked into this gangbanging ass looking motherfuckers. Uh, somebody introduced me to him, right? Uh-huh. Somebody introduced me to him, and uh, I was uh, was showing him some weed because he wanted to buy like some weed to smoke. My friend was there, and I had some weed. This is, I met him so long ago. I was still selling weed. That's mm-hmm. how long I've known OG. I knew him way before I moved here. And, uh, and I walk in, I'm like, oh, hell no. I seen training day full. Uh-huh. I don't want to be in this neighborhood in East LA. Like, oh, hell no. Because I never moved, I never been here. But it's like Merced. East LA is like Merced, but I didn't know. Yeah. Anyways, nighttime, I walk in, I'm like, oh, this fool's garage is scary. There's cameras and shit. Oh, shit. And then I meet him, and the cranberries are playing. You know what mm. the cranberries are? Is this why that dog face thing was even funnier? <laughs> 
No, you want to know why the dog face things is even funnier? Cranberry. Uh, all right. Yeah. Because OG's breakdancer name was Mr. TikTok when he grew up. <laughs> oh my God. And then the guy, the TikTok guy that looks like OG, that dances, looks like OG. And I have a video because OG, like four years ago, for some reason, he would always call me and he'd be drinking something different. Every time he FaceTime, what like, what's up, man? Parallel universe. Is what's this? up, man? And he'd just be drinking something different. And I have a bunch of ocean spray ones of him. And then when it came out, I go, wow. You're wearing the same fucking sweater. He like took his likeness or some shit. Bro, he looks like OG so much. I always used to t- make fun of him when that guy came. Before he got famous off yeah. the juice, I always went, hey, fools are dancing, TikTok guy. I always used to call him that. I'm like, hey, dog face, dog face, look. <laughs> and he goes, fuck you, fool, I don't dance like that. And then I found, I'm like, you used to be a break dancer, fool. That's too much. That's going to make my fucking head explode. It made my, and I'll give you the picture after this. Or maybe we'll find him. You know, I'll find it in my phone and we can All put right. it up there. I, he, why do we get off this topic so much? Anyway, we go to the Dodger game, guys. We're walking in. I feel fine. And I go, oh, I'm still spinning. So I started, I was spinning, but I didn't feel like, I, but I felt dizzy like where I'm like, Rosie, hold my hand. I don't want to fall down and look like a fucking idiot. We got there as the like first couple pitches were getting thrown. Mm-hmm. So we walk in, first time at our stadium, easiest place to get into. It was so fucking awesome. I walked straight in, got straight out, it was easy. Anyway, I go in, I'm like, nah, fuck that, I flip my logos. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to wear my logos on my face and shit. Because if fools come up to me, they're like, that fool wasn't even like hyped to meet me or nothing. Because you, you know, like, you're talking about your push trees face mask. Yeah, because that yeah. shit's fucking wrecking. Well, come yeah. on. It's, it's on your face. Center. It's right in your face. <laughs> I went, oh, fuck that. And I flipped it because I didn't want anybody to oh, come up to me. Oh, it's a sad day when you got to flip the I felt, trees. I felt bad, though, because <laughs> I'm o- not representing right I'm now. I'm always like, yeah. you know, every time I go somewhere, I'm like, you people, yo, I'm not saying like everywhere I go, but you're there's ready a lot to of weed smoking yeah, motherfuckers sure. everywhere. And I'm always like, yo, I'll follow you. Thanks, man. Because I want to. You were talking like, about it earlier. It's like some Fight Club shit. Like, yeah. Some, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. good shit. You watch it. Fuck you. Thank you. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, I always like to be like normal. I'm a norm. Normally, when I see somebody and they're hype, I'm like I'm hype because uh-huh. I'm like, yo, fuck yeah, yeah, sick. But I want to be like, oh, thanks, man, and walk away and like, oh, that fool's whack. And I want one person to get a bad experience because then they're gonna think that's how it is all the time, and then they're gonna feel different mm-hmm. about how they were supporting. Yeah. And no, like, I love no. that you care about this. Of yeah. course, fuck yeah, I don't want anybody to feel. Like they got a shitty experience if they met me or some shit. Mm-hmm. So I turned inside. I was like, no, fuck that. I just felt so sick, dude. I went to the bathroom. I felt sick. I just, it went away to where I wasn't like violently scared. I didn't have the bag on when I walked in the stadium, but I had the bag the whole time around my wrist in the car. Mm-hmm. Anyway, went to the game. It was fucking awesome. I am a Giants fan because I'm from fucking up north. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really follow baseball. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick a team as a kid, I'm like, oh, the Giants. I had Barry Bonds shit yeah. as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. my grandpa liked it. So if I had to pick a team, I don't really yeah, follow it. They were cool. Rosie's a diehard Giants fan. So we're in Dodger Stadium with a gangster ass looking OG. And every time the Dodgers are doing something <laughs> bad, Rosie's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up. She's like, oh, shit, that's right. I've never been to a Dodgers game, but hey, I can man, imagine. It's ruthless. Yeah. It's ruthless over there. Don't be fucking going there with any orange and black. All right. I didn't see one Giants jersey uh-huh. the entire time I was there. Yeah, I saw in right. Rosie's story, it was yeah. killing her. It's like, yes, it's like going to a Raider game. Uh-huh. Like, you can't wear the Broncos jersey. You can't. Uh-huh. Like, my thing I always said, like, you, people always, I told you about this, people I said, you should do Fear Factor stuff, like with weed shit. Go, no, I don't want to be scared. I don't like being scared. And I made the reference. It's like wearing a Broncos jersey and walking through Oakland Stadium. Like, do you want to be scared and on edge? 
Mm-hmm. Put that Giants, um, put that Bronco jersey on, and walk through that fucking Oakland stadium. Mm-hmm. You're getting in a fight, no mm-hmm. matter what. They, you couldn't tailgate candle. You guys remember this? You couldn't tailgate a candlestick anymore because that guy got stabbed horribly. Dude, the Niner Stadium was mm-hmm. ruthless as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's just gang shit too. You mm-hmm. couldn't wear Raiders or Niners or Cowboy shit in Merced at school because those were all gangs in Merced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all gang shit. <sighs> Bill Burr, Bill Burr. Bill Burr told a really funny story. It's on YouTube about going to a Bills game. Bills is just drunk, like yeah. diehard fans in the snow, jumping off shit into tables and stuff. And like he was wearing a, like a Patriots hat and they weren't even playing the Patriots. <laughs> was, they, were, they, were, they were playing like a different team, but he was wearing his Patriots hats. And then the Bills, I don't know if it's like this in other stadiums, but they have troughs in the bathroom. Like the dude's peeing a trough. Okay. And he was peeing in the trough and a dude walked up behind him and pushed him into the trough. <laughs> he had his Patriots hat on him? or some shit. I think so. Something oh, happened. Yeah. He told the whole story on YouTube. But that shit was fucking hilarious to me. You can't be touching people just because they don't like your team. That's no, crazy. No, you can't push Bill Burr into That's a piss trough. Anybody. <laughs> they didn't know it was Bill Burr. He had a fucking hat on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bill Burr looks like everybody every, at a Bill's yes, game. Yes, yes, exactly. He's like every <laughs> generic white male. It's pretty much Bill Burr. Yeah. Generic white male over 40. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, but, yeah, that's what happened to the Dodger game, guys. And then that was it. I walked out. It was great. It was fun. Uh, OG's driver pulled up as we walked out of the parking lot. Mm. Like fucking Uber. Some boss shit having a it driver. It was amazing. We walked up like, ah, oh, got in. was fine. But um, I fell asleep immediately when I got home. And that's the first time I've ever done nice. that. Nice. Well, that, now we know what it takes. It takes me nearly throwing up. Yeah, you just got to fucking do five grams worth of dabs. And oh, to it get took a- me two. I don't know what it was, man. I think it was the flavor that really made me feel like I was going to throw up. Yo, guys, I'm sorry. I just went into 10 topics in the middle. I got to start staying on topic because sometimes I feel like when we try to do clips for the clips channel, it's yeah. like, yo, from 620 through 830 uh-huh. and then skip about 10 seconds because he started talking about fucking all real monsters. And then can you go back into the fucking fight story he was talking about? Yeah. That's what I do. Well, I mean, that's actually a nice segue because we're hiring right now, actually, at Drastic Graphics for a video editor. <sighs> help with podcast and that's a skill that we're looking for you got to bust on these goddamn oh, cliffs marty you motherfucker <laughs> you slipped that in well right there yes so where are we going to hit people up at or where can people and hold on we can't have people that are willing to learn easy learners yeah nah, no we, we need people that are established that can do this tomorrow we already have probably i put it up on my instagram we probably have 20 pretty qualified people that already yeah. hit us up we but if it's your profession yeah, if if you're if you're a legit video editor who might want to work with the team, info at drasticgraphics.com. There we go. Info at drasticgraphics.com. And also have a sense of humor. You really got to be like I when I was onboarding Deanna, I realized how like I knew I worked with comics, but with you it's different and I'm just so glad she was cool because I was like not everybody would be cool with what we do and it's outlandish to the average person. <laughs> I'm just so glad I know how to scale it because, like, when I met Deanna, I, I, I like, no, be a, be a, a normal person at a restaurant. Yeah, you, yeah, you're great. That's why. That's why you're so great because you can dude. you can talk just, to anybody. Person, but like, they don't like that. Let's talk like this. And it's not like you're changing the way you are. You're just using different words so you don't go fuck sixty two times. Well, yeah, somebody. But when you're dealing with like a you know a twenty three year old girl who might be kind of like you know 
reserved or maybe a little bit shy. Like you're not going to talk. Obviously it's knowing your audience. Yeah, like, exactly. We're not going to be crazy talking about fucking drug stories and shit around there. But like, the point is you got to be fucking cool. Yeah. You have to be a nice person. And by cool, we don't mean like, Oh, you're the shit by cool. As in like, you're not a piece of shit and you work hard. That's yeah, cool. There, that, that was actually a really horrible description on my part. There, no, but cool to us is yeah, oh, you that, work hard and you're nice. Yeah. You're dedicated and we can trust you. <laughs> that's and all we need. You're man. reliable. Yeah, that's all we need. We, I can teach skills. Uh, there's shit I can't teach that falls under dedication yeah. and reliability. But also know how to do video editing. Yeah. And not not Rush or iMovie like me. Do real fucking Final Cut or Premiere Pro. Because mm-hmm. we need people that can chop, throw fucking transitions, do this and that. Anyway, info at com. All right, please do not just email if you're not qualified, man. I'm... It's nothing worse than that hearing. will slow the process. It's up. just gonna yeah, it's just gonna slow us down. I, I love you guys, but we also need people that know how to do the job. Like if I'm a hiring construction worker, I'm like yo, I'm a really really good cook. I'm like bro, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Okay, all right. Well, if I'm hiring a cook one day, yeah, the it's, fuck? Im- it's important to note though that I didn't put this out like I usually do. I only put it out on my Instagram because I only want dope as usual fans, fans applying. Yeah. Right? unless I don't find anybody, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to. That's a big thing though, because if you're watching, you're applying, and you're qualified, you really like the show. That's the point. I, you want to be a part of it. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I could have reached out to a bunch of colleges and gone through like how I found Deanna and LinkedIn, yeah. but it's like I want somebody who likes listening to the episodes and already understands our vision and our tone that I would much rather give back to our fan base like that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. If I, lo- if I liked the show and I was able to do some shit with it. Oh, please. Come on. Fuck out of here. I'd be hyped as hell. All I'm looking for is a lesser version of myself fucking 10 years ago. We, we just wanted that. If we had three of you, man. We, oh, my fucking God. Guys, Marty edits all the Dope as Yola videos, the Dope as Usual videos, the Adventures of Yola videos, and then works with all, all the other comedians. There's not enough time in the day. So that's why the videos have been sporadically like, oh, maybe we miss a couple of days. Oh, maybe Because it's real. I can only do so much editing. I pass it off. So we need three of Mar- three Martys. If we had three Martys, we'd have three videos a week. All right. Mm-hmm. Dope as usual, adventures, dope as usual video, three yeah. a week. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We just need to clone your ass. It's all part of the process. This this is how we planned it out when we first re- before we even started. I said, I'm gonna grow drastic graphics through this. Yes. To help support it and help make it just even bigger and more sustainable. And that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. So info drasticgraphics.com, guys. Um, we are almost at two hours. And we fucking, I don't know where the time went. I don't even remember. What we, I'm, I, this is weed. This weed is strong. Right? It's a good I, conversation, too. Yeah. yeah. I just spaced <laughs> for like an hour. I don't yeah. remember what we talked about. I feel like that's every episode, though. I we, know. I know. And then I always go, yo, did, did I just not talk for a long time? Like, no, it's fine. Then we uh-huh. watch it go, I'm fucking high. Yeah, I, I know. I'm I just, like, every time, I hope it was good. I hope it was, I hope it was a good one. Because yeah. I feel like I wasn't talking a lot. Like, wait, no, you are a motherfucker. You just. You're high. I'm going to scale it back a little bit. Maybe drink a little bit of water. Um, I'm going to give you guys one story before we leave, though. And I will tighten that bitch up to six minutes before it's two before it's two hours. I'm going to be done with this okay. story. All right. Here's a challenge video. This is an unofficial fucking, yeah, thank you with the hand. God damn it. Hmm. All right. What? I'm just. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on uh, it. Think of, I think of all that shit. We got, you. we got deals going, guys. It's, yeah. We can't be showing out these water companies, and we're over here doing deals with other water companies. <laughs> hey, man, we all drink water. Exactly. All right, here we go. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you one story before we leave. I'm going to try to keep this precise. I'm not going to go off into fucking 
tangents of my favorite kid shows and shit when I was a kid because it'll happen. All right, here we go. This story takes place when I was working for the pizza place. If you don't know, a little backstory. I used to deliver pizza and sell weed at the same time, and it was the best cover I ever had because nobody pulls over the pizza guy. So, excuse me. Here we go. I used to sell weed to my boss's mom. My boss smokes weed with us. He's cool. He know he doesn't know I sell weed on my routes, but he knows I smoke weed and knows I sell weed out of my house. He probably assumed, but he never, he, he can't catch me doing it. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? So we're cool. We have an understanding. I smoke weed. I sell weed, but not at work. Anyway, he says I can smoke weed. Just don't come in reeking and don't have any customers complain about it. And I never had a complaint. So here we go. My boss is cool with me. I'm doing deliveries. I'm coming back in. As I walk back into the store, my boss is getting off. And as he's getting off work, we always know he's off work because he's at the bar drinking beer. He calls his wife to pick him up because he knows he's going to drink after work. He'll take like two or three beers, go home. At the end of his work day, nothing fucking wrong with that. That's, that's a cool little system he's got, right? As he waits for his wife, he drinks some beers. So there's a guy that comes in with his family all the time. You know, we have regulars. I do everything. I'm delivery driver. I make pizzas. I take orders. I take pizzas out to people in the restaurant. I'm a team player. So here we go. I know this guy. I don't know him by name, but I know his family. I recognize him, right? So when I walk back in that day, my boss, like I said, he's drinking a beer and that guy is with him. I just know that guy always has his wife and kids with him. But on this day, it's just him and he's having a beer with my boss. I'm getting my pizzas ready, doing my thing. I'm about to leave on a delivery. As I'm walking around the soda machine where the bar is at, he stops me and goes, hey, Thomas, come here. So I come around the counter and he's with the guy. The guy has like a manila envelope with the little, you know, those little metal tabs that you have to open up so it keeps the papers down. He has one of those. So my boss looks at me and says, hey, do you want to make 30 bucks on your next delivery? And stupid question. Uh, fuck yeah. I mean, like $5 tips. You know, I want to make 30 fucking dollars on this delivery. That's like selling a fucking zip right now. Yes, let's do it. So I tell him, let's do it. And he says, okay, the guy starts talking to me. And he says, hey, I'm going to give you this 30 bucks. I go, sick, give me the 30 bucks. I'll just drop off this envelope to my wife. And I go, cool, sick, that's it. And John looks at me, he goes, that's it. I go, cool. He gives me my 30 bucks. Sick. And it's not even far from my delivery. It was like two miles away from my delivery. So it's only going to take me like an extra eight minutes to get there. Fucking awesome. That would have took me 30 bucks and tips would have took me five, six deliveries. So I'm hyped, right? I'm going there. I drop off my pizza. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm smoking a bowl because that's what I did in my car. I'm smoking a bowl. I get to Ward, I think it was Wardrobe Street. It's by the Pepsi plant. If you're from Merced, it's by the Pepsi factory right off 2nd Street, Dead End Park, where all the gangbangers are at. It's right there. There's like a government building. Not by uh, Valley. Valley's like the really bad school for kids. I mean, the really uh, the school for really bad kids. When you get kicked out of the continuation school, you go to Valley. Anyway, at Valley, there's like a offices, like a, maybe like city offices. Not like, I don't know what you call it. Ladies that work for the city. Anyway, I go up to the building. I don't have my pizza bag, but I have my whole outfit. I have my hat, you know, my shirt, my name tag. I walk in with the, with the envelope. And I and right when I walk in, the lady in the front, oh, who ordered pizza? It's like you know that generic office worker lady. Oh, she, and I go, oh, um, nobody ordered, but I'm supposed to meet. And I say the name, and she goes, oh. She turns around and says the lady's name. The lady turns around in her chair, comes walking over. She, goes, oh, I didn't order any pizza. I go, oh no, 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 it's not an order. Um, your husband came into me and Ed's, and she goes, um, uh, like he came into me and Ed's, and he asked me to give this envelope. I don't know. He just said, on your next delivery, can you drop this off to my wife at work? He told me to ask for you and then give you the envelope. She goes, oh, okay. Nothing wrong. She goes, oh, okay. But she kind of has like a, huh. 
She goes, oh, okay. Takes the envelope. I turn my ass around, start walking out. I get, if there was 15 feet from the door and the front receptionist desk, I get seven feet. So I'm like almost halfway there. I, and I hear, what the fuck? I turn around. She's looking at some paper that's in the, she has the manila envelope still. Opens it, reading a paper, and she just looks up at me. So I stop. I hear, what the fuck? I look at her. And her eyes are down and just death stare. I'm like, what the fuck? All right. I don't give a fuck. I turn my back. I turn my ass around again. Start walking to the door. Remember, I said it's about 15 feet. The second I get to the door, a couple feet before that, I can hear the other ladies like, oh, my God. I can hear them all talking like her coworkers. Right when I put my hand on the door, I realize what's going on. Like, And if you didn't catch this yet, you're like me. You're slow. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was just dropping off some papers to this guy's wife. As I get there, I'm like assessing. What the fuck? Death stare. Oh, my God. Oh, hmm. As I put my hand on the door, I go, I just served that woman divorce papers. I know what I just did. I finally realized. It's like a movie. Like, uh, uh, you ever seen The Usual Suspects? And it goes back, Guatemalan beans. Oh, yeah. And it goes back to all these clues. That's what's playing in my head. Like, 30 bucks. Make sure you ask her her name. Blah, 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 blah. At her work. Oh, fuck. And I get outside and I go, no. I go to my car, get back in my car. I smoke a bowl in the fucking parking lot because I'm like, nah, I'm taking my time. You guys fucking played me. You could have just said you're serving divorce papers. Can you drop it to my wife? I would have been fine. Don't let me find out when the bitch starts looking at me all, all crazy. Right? Like she put me in a fucked position. I get back to work. I pull up. I walk in, I walk in and my boss and that guy have a mug of beer and they're looking at me like this, like about to drink it. I walk in with my bag and go, fuck you, fuck you. I look at both of them and they both just start dying laughing. I wasn't pissed, but I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. Like I was smiling like you guys are dick. And I'm like, fuck you guys. You should have told me. The guy looks at me, he's like... I fucking hate her. And the thing is, she did not seem very nice. So I'm like, mm-hmm. as I'm driving away, like, she was kind of a dick. Why are you looking at me like that, bitch? Fuck you. I'm, I'm a literally a messenger in my delivery suit, right? Like, why are you going to get mad at me? I literally said, I was at just at work and they asked me to bring it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no idea. And, I'm, and he's like, I fucking hate her so much. And I look at my boss and I'm like, yo, she was kind of a dick. And then he started dying laughing. He's like, see, see, this is why I'm getting a divorce. And I'm like, oh man. And then I went uh, throughout my day. Mm-hmm. But that's the time I served a fucking woman divorce papers. High as shit. When I thought I was just dropping off some stuff to some guy's wife on a delivery. So that's my story. Nice. How long is that? Like eight minutes? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good, <laughs> dude. I kept pretty, pretty precise. I didn't fuck up. And talk about the first time I you know got a tooth knocked out. Uh-huh. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, there we go. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was it, guys. That was the time I served those papers, and we were at what two hours and two minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I'm gonna I'm gonna seal this one up tomorrow. I know this is before Marty leaves, but Marty's leaving to Hawaii in a couple of days. Ten year anniversary, correct? 10-year marriage anniversary. 10-year marriage anniversary. Oh, shit. Going to Hawaii. It's important to know all the kids out there. We were too broke to have a honeymoon when we got married. So we said by our 10th year anniversary, we want to go to fucking Hawaii. And when's your actual anniversary? Like, oh, June 5th. 
Oh, so you'll be there already. Yeah. Yes. Mom. So like we're doing the whole like vow renewals and all that. It'd be cool to have my kids, like the kids that weren't there for the first one. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Nice dude. So you're going to be gone for a week. Yep. Yep. So Marty's leaving soon. That means I'm going to be filming and I might have a day off this week because mm-hmm. I ain't filming a podcast. We're doing it early. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I yeah. got a day off. There what am go. I going to do? You don't know. Answer comments. <laughs> what what you need to do is make a schedule. Yeah. Like we talk about. Yeah. That's, I, mean, I yeah. have it. It's just, it's not feasible. It's not feasible. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. We Things need an extra will, day. You, you guys are going to notice after about, I feel like maybe once we hit around episode like 25, 30, like we're going to be in a fucking really nice groove between all your channels. Yeah. We just need more help. Mm-hmm. We physically can't do it all. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Well, yeah. The editing. It, okay. If we didn't care as much about production and quality and look, we can pump these out. Fucking put it out the same easy. day. With one camera angle. Done. We could be done. I could be just sitting here fucking Peter Griffin, grab my gear shit all day, but it's not as fun. Mm-hmm. We want that intro and mm-hmm. outro and fucking. Yeah. This is real authentic shit. I like that the fans recognize that people are happy with it. And especially when the 4k part of shit. it. Yeah. And then they're yeah, there are suggestions. It. Oh, maybe it pops up next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we do read the comments. Like I fucking answer every fucking comment the, up to a thousand legitimately. And then I'm done after a thousand. That's like Guys, three hours. So, look at a thousand comments. So much. Try to like a thousand comments. It's not, and it's not like I'm doing copy paste either. No, you're legitimately sitting there typing on typing. answers to each one. You've developed eye issues over it. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to stop soon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to. I'm going to end up doing up to 300 comments or something. Because I have four channels that I do the comments for. Mm-hmm. It's fuck a lot. And I try to answer them all up to a thousand. Mm-hmm. But that's like fucking 12 hours a week. It's mm-hmm. a lot. It's, I do it in between editing or when I'm laying there or when the movie's starting and when you're you're watching them, I'll do it until the fucking people start mm-hmm. talking. I'm, like, I'm done. Sorry. Get off the yeah. phone. I feel bad. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't want to just be on my fucking phone while we're watching the movie. Yeah. Like, I feel bad. But also I work all day, every mm-hmm. day until I fall asleep. When I fall asleep at four or five in the morning, every time you FaceTime, I'm like, oh my God, what time is it? Mark's FaceTiming me. I went to bed at six. <laughs> Shit. I just wish I could fall asleep on time, man. And I have to go to a fucking birthday party after this, so I am not mm. going to bed anytime soon. Time is, oh, God. God damn. Damn. Okay. Yeah, my friend, are you coming? This is his birthday. Mm. I feel bad. Um, so, guys, Marty's going to Hawaii. I might have a day off this week. You should not be working while you're gone. I know you're like, I'm bringing my computer and everything. I'm like, Yeah, I'm going to try to keep that. Yeah, try, to, yeah don't, sure. try not to. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you for being here. This is just... This is just an episode of us talking, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like have any any crazy things I wanted to do. I wanted to keep it not so many wild, long stories. Mm-hmm. Just for, this is just the, the yeah, car no, this podcast. Yeah, this, this is, is always fun. One. Like yeah. it's when you're booking guests and stuff. It's, it's always cool. kind of like it's you cool. don't know what style of interview you're going to get or if they're yeah. going to show up or whatever. But like it's even in my mind coming up here, it might not even seem like it. It takes like. To even just get set up and get up and rolling Over two is hours. this big fucking yeah. ordeal. So the solo episodes are just like, like we were talking. It is the vibes that we were going for. Like yep. you just, it's especially you just get to chill back and just like, ah, all right. Hey, the man. fun part is the actual recording of the episode. Yeah. That's everything else is the shit. Time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, oh my God, man. I really, really, really need to, I, I just need to start and take some pills to help you. 
I have a great memory, but I will forget a topic I'm about to say in four <laughs> seconds flat. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Don't I don't you had know? An 8K style photographic memory. It's yeah. kind of fucking insane how it works that way. Uh-huh. But I can't remember some shit I was about to say five seconds ago. Sometimes I got regular stoner shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people are like, oh, fuckers, do forget what you said. I did. But I remember what it tastes like when I first time I ate ruffles <laughs> when I was in the hospital. <laughs> All that shit, I was six. Um, but yes, uh, we'll get we'll get out of here, guys. Oh, that's what I was going to say. We have some guests lined up. We're working on some other guests right now. We have one guest booked. I'm fucking hyped. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not, I think it'll be the one after this or the one two after this. We have one really fucking awesome, funny ass comedian booked. Um, you guys already know um, Goblin, the YouTuber. You guys want you've been asking us to do it for so long, so that's happening. Another one I'm waiting on right now, but they can only do Skype, so we're gonna pass until they can come in person because we do not do Skype fucking podcasts. No matter how legendary, no, fuck no, it's not the same. It's not gonna be the same vibe. Yeah, of course. I would, I'd rather just do, no. And then we have one more we're waiting on. I think that one's gonna happen. I think the one you know what I'm talking about. I think it's gonna happen, and I can't wait. I can't wait because mm-hmm. my first, my, I won't give it away, but my first opening line in the interview for this person is, how does it feel to know you're the scariest Mexican man to ever live? <laughs> the scariest guy ever. <laughs> Damn. That's a big thing. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. Like, of all Mexican people, like people think you first when they think of scary Mexican dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely you, fool. Oh, that's who I think. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. And I want to give it away, but that's all I'll give you. Uh-huh. Um, Marty, have fun on your vacation. Be Thank safe. You, sir. Um, guys, we're going to hop out of here. Thank you so much for watching. This has been another episode. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Sitting. If you're driving, please be safe. If you're at home, thanks for hanging out. If you're with your friends, thanks for letting us join the fucking 70s show, Smoke Circle. Thank you guys for being here. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple, leave a review. It really fucking helps. Please leave a review. But if you're being a dick, eh, don't leave a review. But nobody's been dick. Yeah, no, we have almost a thousand five-star fucking ratings. Just organically. It's amazing. (laughs) Holy fucking shit. That's a lot of time for you guys to take out of your day to do that. So thank you. That helps so much. And right now is the time. Like we're in this like point right now of like shouting at these fucking companies. And yes, so we're we're closing on some legendary ass shit. We're trying to get it done. And when it comes, not saying if, when it comes, pour it on, you guys are going to trip balls. (laughs) You guys are going to fucking lose it. You got who to sponsor your podcast? (laughs) What the fuck did you just say? Like, I know. NFL. No, I'm just kidding. It's not the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> if it was the NFL, like, nah, I need Troy Aikman to be my fucking co host. you imagine how random that would be? All right, guys, this Sunday, Brought we got to you by the, the NFL. Chargers. Make sure you don't miss out on the your game passes. Fucking Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders. Fuck Brett Favre. <laughs> fuck Brett Favre. Oh, man. One day, Brett Favre. One day, Brett Favre. You're going to meet me in person. And I'm going to go, hey, I know you don't remember. Oh, Thomas, right? San Francisco? Yeah, I don't fucking like you. I'm like, no. He's gonna actually remember. He does the remember? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm that one that that's the unlike on every premiere. It's yeah, fucking I, Brett I follow you, and I unlike. Yo, real quick, why the fuck is Joe Biden's kid follow us? That's a great question. It's all over. Shout Twitter. out whoever DM. Yeah, whoever. That. I've been seeing it on Twitter. Like, yeah, you know, Joe Biden's grandson follows you. Like, so random. Fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sick. Nice. Funny. Can we get verified? Can he pull some Bro, goddamn pull strings? Motherfucking can, string and just can get a motherfucker get monetized? Around? For real, dude. God. Hey, I heard you know some people with authority. <laughs> I heard you were born into authority. You might be able to pull a few strings. Give me a fucking blue check. Um, sorry, we'll, we'll we'll leave we'll leave it off with that, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, this has been another episode of the Dope as Usual podcast. Like I said, in no particular order, we're here to talk about drugs, problems, life, accomplishments, and everything in between. And today was a lot of everything in between. Fun fucking times. Marty, be safe on your trip, guys. Right. Thank you so much for watching. Have a dope ass day. Yo, what the fuck? Why does he? F- That's so random. You think they'd be like, nah, man. You're the president's grandson. You cannot openly follow this fucking pothead kid. <laughs> I fucking love I think it's funny, though. Yo, dude, when Rihanna started following my shit, people literally lost their fucking minds and were emailing me. Dude, Rihanna fucks with my weed shit heavy, but I keep getting deleted, so it's not like I'm going to go, hey, Rihanna, follow me again. Because <laughs> I don't know that girl. She's famous as shit. <laughs>